On today's episode, we're going to go through Pluto traveling through the signs Capricorn and Aquarius. This ranges from 2008 all the way to 2023 when it ingresses into Aquarius. We discuss what we've been going through since 2008 as it's been traveling through Capricorn and the effects that it's had on society and us as individuals. And as a reminder of what Pluto is in the birth chart, Pluto is the power of nature. When Pluto strikes, we often feel we have no say and that we are at the mercy of powers greater than ourselves. At the same time, Pluto doesn't like wimps, so if you think that doing nothing and going with the flow is a good way to keep Pluto happy, think again. Pluto wants us to get stronger and to put up a fight if necessary, and Pluto also wants us to know when to call it quits. Pluto's role is to keep the engine of the universe going by eliminating what can no longer sustain life. If something is rotten, Pluto will eliminate it to leave space for healthy growth. Knowing what's rotten is a good thing. If your tooth rots, you go to the dentist and fix the problem and save your other teeth. If you want your tree to grow healthy, you trim the dead branches. At a personal level, Pluto helps you eliminate what's no longer working in your life, helping you build resilience and true personal power. A personal power based on a deep understanding of yourself and the world around you. And at a society level, Pluto will eliminate what's corrupted and rotten so that society can grow stronger and be more equipped to withstand difficult conditions. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. I'm G.O.D. And I'm Ray. And we're your hosts. Take a journey with us into the realms of some of humanity's most inner thoughts and theories about what lies before us and beyond the other side. Take a step back with us from the day-to-day heavy burdens of this constant evolving life. From awakening the collective, astrology, the spiritual divine, holistic health, shamanism, and quantum theory, to the frequencies and vibrations of our universe, history, religion, numerology, and so much more. We spend countless hours researching to bring you the breakdown of information from some of the greatest minds in these fields and even our own experiences. We're here to challenge your thoughts so that you can reshape your own minds and beliefs into ones that better serve you. We hope you enjoy the discussions about the supernatural and the ancient knowledge that we have become so fond of and we wish to share with you so that it may also help you on your quest in this human experience we're living. Let the transcendence begin. Godspeed and share on. Don't forget to like, follow, and share on our Facebook and Instagram at The Daily Transcendence. Make sure you stay up to date and get notified on new episodes and more content by liking and subscribing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and many more. We want to hear from you all and connect, so message us or email us at thedailytranscendence at gmail.com. As always, we entirely appreciate your support and allowing us to bring to you this transmission. And welcome back to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. My name is Ray. I'm your host, and I'm sitting here with my co-host and best friend, G-O-D, how we doing? I'm fan-freaking-tastic. You know, we're going to be going into, uh, you know, the last three signs uh, of, of Pluto and Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, just because those are the more recent as we're in Capricorn. Um, so, uh, yeah, and there's going to be a lot of uh, life lessons about these soul desires and purposes and uh, what to expect. And, and truly, yes, what we've learned so far about the, the Pluto generations and everything is it's our soul missions and it's, yeah. our, it's our, you know, collective missions. But we all do have our little lessons and things to learn. And yeah. I, I do think that it should be more of a focus for people than pol- politics and, and all that. Like relationships, life lessons, even dumb little things like that. You know, are you focusing on yourself or are you focusing on the world? You know, and uh, 
obviously it's good to do the latter, but at the same time, you should always have your things in place first, down to the fucking chair you have, um, making sure you're happy, making sure you're doing things for yourself. And so you are an efficient and, uh, how do, how do I put this? I, I hate to use the word useful, but you know, if you don't have your things together, if you're not, you know, if you, if you're not well put, how could you help others? You know? And I do think naturally it's built into all of us to want to help, you know, it's in, it's in genetics. I don't care how psychotic someone is. I mean, it's, it's all in there. We got a heart. All of us have a heart. So life lessons are important, man. It's, it's, it's starting with you first yeah. is the lesson I would say. Absolutely. I think, I think we did that. You're right though. Really. I mean, one definitely needs to be a concentration a little bit more on the psyche as well and the deeper aspects of it and the makeup of it. Um, rather than just being so outwardly directed all the time. Like we've had that, I feel like that, that pulse outward, uh, where society and humanity has made that pulse direction outward. Um, and I think now it's more of a time where we really, and and it's happening, but really try to understand that, that movement that's happened. And when I say movement and stuff, I'm talking figuratively, but you know, understanding that, that journey that we've taken and we've gone outward and now understanding that we are going to come back inward back to the center point. And um, now that we know that understand the lessons of going outward and have a better awareness of now when we're going to make that journey back to the center. So, and, and really, really getting that focus there. So yeah, it always ties into the whole mirror concept. That's mm-hmm. why we did that episode within the first season. Uh, it's still one of my favorite topics. It's still to this day, I live by it every day, is that the world's a mirror. But a lot of people have extremes with that. Either they're way too focused outward or they're way too focused inward. And it's really about the balance. And that's some, something like astrology will teach you that. Because, you know, you, you by understanding, say, your chart or understanding what we're talking about with the generations of Pluto and the outer planets and all that, I do think that it keeps you looking out but then it has you reflecting in because you're aware now. You're aware of something about yourself or something that's in your life. Uh, and then now because you've gained awareness about yourself on the inner, you could see it in the outer. And then what we need to do is use both. On the outer, I see something that I didn't see on the inner that was there. You know, So it was always this play, You know, always playing with the mirror. How do I find myself out there? And then how do I realize it in here? You know? Yeah, I think definitely just kind of being able to go in with the flow and the rhythm of say like heartbeat energy the way it is just that pulsation being able to go with that certain flow not just you know what would you do if the heart just pumped outward and expanded and that's it no blood's flowing back to to the other parts of the body because it's not constricting same thing if it's just constricting then there's nothing being taken in so yeah yeah, always got to be rhythm. There's always the yin yang. Without it, we all know it's very simple. I mean, it's Absolutely. all simple shit. It is. It's common sense. Some of the things. Yeah. Well, it's so. It sounds so deep, and you use these big words, and it's like where I'm working towards. It's like how can I simplify this for people? Like I simplified it for myself because it really, in the end, it does get simple. It's not that difficult. Life is very simple. What does Ken say? Ken says, uh, "Mother Nature is like a hippie chick with the dreadlocks, with no with." I forget, but 30 feet and whatever, that simple hippie chick, like nature is simple. It's a, it's not as complicated yeah. as what you think it is. Uh, 
really weird analogy he came up with, but I was like, oh, no, I get it. I, I get it, you know. Um, but yeah, it is very simple. And what I, I'm really starting to notice is this awakening process is really, really, to me, it's starting to become very, say, you know, uh, in your face. And especially because even access to knowledge is getting easier. You know, you see, you, you look out, like even through, scroll through my YouTube or social media. And if you follow the right people, it's like people are awake. They do realize this stuff and the communities are out there. And it's like, if you're not on the frequency of what the screen or what, you know, the, the reality wants you to see what the government and the media want you to see. And you really tune into yourself and you get in touch with nature again, you start attracting these people and information is so abundant right now, as much as people don't think. Yeah, it does. It does feel like there is like, it's bigger than just choosing sides when it comes to, you know, if it, it feels bigger than just choosing sides of like, Oh, are you with this thing and the stuff like this shit that's just in the world, red, blue, whatever and stuff. It's more than that. It's almost feeling like, you know, we're at a point, and I think that a lot of people subconsciously may, uh, you know, it may be coming up for them. I think for everybody, actually, it is. It's just that it's not so much of that conscious awareness, but it's almost like we're being asked to choose a side of how we're going about uh, perceiving reality and the, and the meaning of it. You know, these are things that we think we already know sometimes, you know, we really relate it to just, you know, the mundane world and everything. But um, really, that's the I feel like that's the deeper. Yeah, that's the deeper aspect of, uh, you know, what's kind of happening here. Why are we at that teetering edge? What are we on the teetering edge of, you know, bigger than just the worldly events? And I and I think it's just so obvious now, you know, and Mm -hmm. really, I mean, if you still don't see the whole not only the corruption and the lies, but on top of that, how how serious and and how very in your face all of the stuff we thought to be woo woo bullshit is it's actually back to it's simple and it's there it's right in front of us it feels like the only tangible thing right now too really kind of right i well, that's yeah. because i think that's part of the awakening process is to remember mm-hmm. all this stuff and actually how simple it really is and it's it's not really to me anymore i used to be even like uncomfortable talking about it say at here over there it's like if i know i'm going to be judged i I don't care but more so is i kind of know that i could hit people with certain things now and i feel like really the frequency of the whole planet is has risen and people are even that we're not open to things are open to things they might not be on our level when it comes to like you know they don't want to hear about astral traveling or they don't want to hear about the, the planets yet or whatever but they'll discuss just the say the mechanics of reality or a lot of people believe in manifestation because you had the whole neville goddard movement and all the law of attraction stuff and that really was a big open door but now it's just very prevalent it's very it's very in your face and it's exciting i'm as much as we if you look on the tv and you look at the government you look at the v word and whatever that's that's like okay you're asking to to basically give yourself anxiety or depression or anger but like all this amazing knowledge is right here and it's and it's it shows itself to be true. I mean, God, we're at the end of an age, right? And mm-hmm. the old age is dying. The banking system, the government, we've said this many times. It's like, look, the sky clock's absolutely on point. What's there to be nervous about? Yeah, there's just so much, there's so much confusion to the point that it feels like um, we're looking at, you know, what's what can we depend on anymore? You know, and some of the the normal things that most people depend on, they're seeing that they can't. And now people are 
more curious. Maybe not necessarily everybody in the awakening process, but there is an open door for everybody. I feel like to the point that we're actually asking questions. We're actually starting to sit there and speculate things in a certain way. Um, maybe not in such the degrees that we're saying, of course, yeah, there's just those people like the way we're doing, but um, it's, it's now because they understand like they're seeing like, what the hell's going on? You know, this thing that I thought was more of like just a known or a certain thing in the world, whether it was, you know, some politics or just even just livelihood of things like those things are not guaranteed or not certain anymore. They're, they're very uplifted. So it's to the point now that people are just kind of like wondering and being like, what's going on? What's happening? So to go into something like, say, the energetic influences that are going on and relating them to the planets as well um, and giving the overall themes, it is now, I feel like, a lot easier to reach people to get them to listen, to be able to see the breakdown. But it's just now going to be able to go deeper into it and to see that all those things that we were so heavily focused on they can be taken just like that or they could be uprooted everything and then what are you left with so now we're left with a not knowing of where we're going a not milk reality a not milk reality that's right and it's just it's we're like okay (laughs) now people are scrambling and panicking so when you have this information and you have this type of uh, uh of way of looking at things starts to make a lot more sense of what is reality. It really does. What it actually is. Yeah. Symbolism is a big one, man. Like it's yeah. it's just really even like learning with the the 911 book, right? And learning about Saturn was in Gemini. Gemini is the twins. Saturn is Satan. Capricorn, you know, like Pluto and Capricorn. All this shit is like with the government and all that. It's like, you know, it, it's even that alone. The twins get taken out. Gemini, Saturn, mm. twins. It's it's like it's it's very it's it's kind of eerie when you first understand it and you don't want to believe it because you, it's like you see. So it's a lot of people think, oh, you're trying to get it to relate. You're trying to force it. It's like I don't know. I don't have to. I don't have to. It just happens if you sit back and learn. What I really want people to do is start to open up more when it comes to like learn to listen more. And I've said that many times. Like we have to listen. Like what are you gonna? If this, put it this way, if the system's falling apart, if the money and all that's changed, if everything's changed, are we really going to talk about the V and the vac, um, vacuum cleaner and, um, <laughs> you know, and whatever? Uh, how many times can we have that same conversation and how many times can we share an opinion? It's like, look, at this point, aren't you tired of it? Can't we just talk about something else? And... Uh, with with something like this or with this channel with with when it comes to the transcendental mindset to see a, to be above everything to go beyond religion to go beyond science to go beyond all that stuff and to really over and understand it, it, it you're that is the knowledge is power thing you know a lot of people even stop just say it learning it and don't apply it either it's like you can yeah. learn this stuff like astrology and just hear us talk about it or go and read and if you never apply it, what's the point? But when you apply it is where the magic is. It's where you see everything, you know? So it's about getting more involved. And I, and I really want to find a way to help inf- like give people that reason. Like what's going to get them to lick their chops? Like, oh, I do want to learn that, you know? And I'm still looking for that. And, and me, Gio, I think we'll both find it, you know, we yeah. will. Exactly. And that's why, like, it's obvious that there's, uh, you know, it, it more than ever, the, the deceptions, the lies, 
the unfolding of things, the destruction of things are so obvious to the point. And that's why, you know, going into the, shall I say, depths of Pluto is all surrounding these themes that we're seeing today. So what perfect way to understand it and break it down by using um, uh, this, this, the, the, the whole Pluto talk. So, I mean, it's just for anybody that maybe is just catching this now and stuff. Obviously we've said that like, you know, in the sense that Pluto is showing how um, things degenerate itself and, and into a source and then transforms into a new and necessary form. Um, it's also the power and the energy exchange between uh, that and transmutation. Uh, the transformation is the step of breaking down of said forms and structures on a deeper level. So when Pluto transits a sign uh, or house planet, it's stripping down an area of life or archetype or psychological form to its purest form at a core level. And it's exposing everything about that part of life and the human experience. Um, and it's those things that it's exposing are things that it needs to purge or die or transform. Um, it's the lifting of the veil. Uh, so there can be so much chaos in that, but out of chaos comes order. So, and I'm not, and I'm not a Mason or fucking Illuminati or anything. I'm just, you know, it's the best way to fucking put it. Yeah. But the thing is people hear it and they immediately, it's my thing with even the truth community. It's like you, you looked to one aspect of something and yes, I bet you found a lot of truth. I bet you did. And, but there is it, when you when you go back in time and you realize that things come from somewhere that come from somewhere that comes from and things can change people can change organizations and whatever else societies can change it, it really you you can't say something's bad when you don't mm-hmm. really know that you just heard stories I told you it's why history is so like uh, I gotta hear someone's opinion you know yeah. maybe it's a fact but to 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 know the roots say of masonry. Mm-hmm. It's not all evil if you understand what the like the concept of ships and how you know they were masons who built things and they had a lot of spiritual knowledge in the um, in the metaphor put in the ships and you know mm-hmm. like the ocean which is life and God yeah. is the hull and all that and it's all, it's all allegories to life exactly and they used it and we still use stuff you know row 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 your boat that whole thing we had watched the other day that was a mm-hmm. masonry poem. Which we'll do. We'll do. We'll we'll have a little video on that very soon. Uh, we'll talk about that because that was that was very interesting. But, oh, very, very, very interesting. Like I, I'm. That's what I mean about like everyone needs to relax because if you don't you if you haven't done like existential studies on a topic and you just watch some YouTube shit, whatever, or even maybe just read one book. If you don't do this weekly, daily, it's like don't say something's good or bad when you don't know and you're just going mm-hmm. by someone's opinion. We need to, once again, listen. Um, and on, on Pluto, I like to remind everybody that Pluto Pluto is always about endings. Let's just make it, let's simplify it to that. It's always about endings and the way we work with this sign and whatever, or this, this planet and whatever sign it's going through and that quality, we're learning to let go, surrender, and we, we, we have to give up the need for control of certain things and allow it to transcend the ego. So it, we, we're coming up now. Um, we're going to go back and, and follow through with our generations because we had stopped at Sagittarius uh, because we ended up doing, what, a three and a half hour video yeah. in our podcast. So we're going to touch up again and learn the, the up and coming and uh, the, the generations and what it is we just went through from 2008 all the way up till 2023, which was 
Pluto Capricorn. But I remind everybody, it's about endings. It's about letting go. It's about transforming. It's about transmuting that energy. But we have to allow something to die. And if you look at the world the way it is, the way we knew life as it is, is dying. So, Absolutely. And just one other thing is just also when you're looking at it, Pluto individually as like as an individual as well, it is that soul desire and needing uh, for the attachment of what we're moving to through a natural and alchemical process of that whole transformation, transmutation, the 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 breaking down, the building up. Um, it's the the fragmentation process and the activation stages. We've said before the caterpillar to the butterfly example with that degeneration on a molecular, genetic, and psychological level, and then the process of the inner mechanics happening. Um, in that transformation or transmutation stage and the crystallization of what's necessary and coming now. So mm. beautifully said. So yeah, and well, uh, really at the end of the day, we just need to learn to deal with pain and learn to know that we have to experience the pain to get to the better side of things. We all know that at this point. So it really yeah. is. I mean, a woman has to basically push a baby out of her cooch. Uh, what, how, how many hours could that last? And it's like, but Oh, here's a kid. It's beautiful. Life's great, but it's a lot of pain. It's a lot of suffering. And you so, could die. You could die. I mean, it's it's just part of life, and we have to not run away from pain. And I feel like even this society itself has gotten a lot more sensitive and a lot weaker, and we run away from pain. We we try to steer around it, and it's like, well, at this point, you gotta you gotta know. I mean, it's denial to think that you could just cruise through life without harsh lessons or without any pain emotionally, physically, mentally. It's it's just it's built into it. It's built into the matrix and and that's and that it is what it is. But if you know astrology, if you know your Plutos and you know your Neptunes and your generations, you know all your malefics, you could prepare yourself. And that's the that's my favorite part of astrology. Is not yeah. just jumping into the airy fairy unicorn crap. It's great. I get it. You know? J- Jupiter in the eighth house. Look it up. It's a good placement to have and mm-hmm. I have that. But I don't care about that. I care about my Venus square Saturn. Um, you know, that's a lesson I need to learn, say, personally about relationships. And so by understanding these things, and that's why with this topic, it is one of those things. Pluto is a malefic. And it's, it's, it, he's the, the death bringer. And, but, th- but what comes from that is a great and beautiful thing, which is new life, rebirth. And uh, yeah, so let's jump into Pluto and Capricorn. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give you the stage. All right. So um, Pluto Capricorn, uh, th- that that came into being um, and it did really the initiation of the cycle uh, is in 2008 was the start of it. Um, and it's that's the larger there's a the larger overall cycle and then also smaller ones within. But Pluto moving through Capricorn initiated a turning of the ages. Uh, so Pluto and Capricorn demolishes old structures as it purifies our sense of purpose by encouraging us to. Uh, feel our feelings and come together in a new way. Uh, It's exposing the holistic side of public life, purpose, career, and why we are where we are at and what we are here to contribute that's in alignment with source and soul. Um, So other other than that, though, like just just a little example, like 2016, you got to think about what, what went on for you personally, what went on on the world stage during 2016. Uh, There was a Pluto Pluto went to uh, Pluto was in Capricorn and it trined the North Node and Jupiter in Virgo. Um, and around that time, you had to think about it. We had, uh, uh, you know, the, the, that whole thing with the presidency and Donald Trump becoming president. Uh, there was a bigger focus and awareness on like where are we going with with um, how we're handling the structures of uh, of of health uh, and also 
um, what's the other thing? The, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, environment, the environment and stuff like it's just being more detailed and conscientious of those things as well. And it, it really created a turning point. And then at the end of 2016 into 2017, there also was a Mercury retrograde conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. Um, so it kind of like there was a lot of that controversy in the back and forth still going on, especially with, you know, there just was a lack of acceptance to even that presidency as well. Um, and it just kind of felt like instead of progressing forward with something new that was coming about, it was just more of a deeper dive into it and going backwards, it felt like. So um, I'll just I'll keep it at that right now and I'll let you uh, get yeah. in there. Yeah, well, I mean, and let's think, too. So what does that have to do with, say, the presidency is so Pluto in Capricorn, Capricorn rules government, government mm-hmm. structure, all of that. So at the end of the last degrees of a sign is the hardest. And it when it starts to break everything down the most, it becomes very prevalent. It's the end. So everything that's supposed to go through the Pluto and Capricorn cycle is going to go. And that means that our structure, our government, uh, fi- uh, not, not just financial system, but just say what surrounds mm-hmm. it, how it's built yeah. and how things work. So all of that's going. It's, it's, and so say someone like Trump coming in the office and how much tension and how much division that caused. Um, I don't think it's just you could just look at the man and say he caused it. It really mm-hmm. is this energetic play that's going on. And so because things are in the air, people are so quick to look at the details of something and, and point a finger at, say, a specific person or a specific corporation. Mm-hmm. or a sp- And yes, all of those things, all those characters are in the story and whatever, but who... the who is actually designing the story? I mean, I shouldn't say who, but it, it, like what's in the story and this stuff is. So it's like these people play characters and all that, but it wasn't like, it's almost like there's this destiny factor. So we're at the end of this, this transit and it's coming up into from, from 2008 into 2023 is when we will leave Pluto Capricorn. Um, so as we've traveled through this, now we know with the whole, the whole structure concept, but with with Capricorn, I want to go a little more into what it actually is and what it means so we could just get down to the detail of what else should have and is happening and probably what we, we should expect in these last few years. So to break down Capricorn, got to remember, because I, I, in the last episode I was doing this, it's a cardinal sign. And cardinalis means principle, it's pivotal. And these are the strongest signs. They're the, they're the, the leaders of each, say, uh, modality. And so... With this, Capricorn is a very, very important and dominant sign, and it's going to play play a big role. And that's why everything that's falling apart right now, it's just so in our face because it is. It's so uncomfortable. It's ruled by Saturn. It's it's rules, limitations. You know, all that stuff is like in our face. I mean, God, we're all stuck in our houses. We can't go get jobs now because all that stuff is very Pluto and Capricorn. You know, Pluto is also power, uh, extortion, control, and it seems like they have control over us and we all know who they is so it's a matter of uh when i bring up let go or surrender it's like if you're aware that this is part of the story in the sky right now that pluto is coming in and destroying our structure but then you have that that negative dark side trying to fight back and keeping its power it's key you know it's it's holding on to everything if you notice if people are holding on to something they're having the hardest time so it's yeah. what you can learn from these transits. We've said it a number of times. It's about letting go and surrendering. And uh, it doesn't mean that you lay back and do nothing. It's about uh, you know taking action. But there is this aspect we must deal with. And it's, it's kind of like this is what it is. Um, Capricorn also rules achievement, businesses, and all things uh, uh, constructive, say, very traditional, compared to that. 
all of those things are being ripped apart from traditions yeah. to businesses to, you know, like what's even an achievement anymore going to get a sex change. Like, I think that's, I think you get more love for that now. That's not a hit. I'm not hitting anybody. I'm just saying that makes it on the news mm-hmm. more than someone say like helping and feeding the poor, you know, like that's the achievement now. And it's like, we have everything so backwards because that's not something you should get an achievement for. Um, our Capricornian ways are gutted. It, there's just no, there's no, um, integrity anymore. And, uh, yeah. it needs to be, you know, we need to ride out and allow the things to play out and allow the dark side just to kind of, you know, deconstruct, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That degeneration needs to happen. But this Pluto and Capricorn, uh, it, it's, it's a forceful and a dynamic energy. It's deep and it's direct as well. So you got to understand the application to all things, whether it's personally like and your individual self or even just uh, as as a generation or as uh, on the world stage uh, of what can go you know there's there's stressors and transformations in uh what we've considered to be proper or you know what what our idea of is of discipline or authority and even just even ambitions like you were saying like just that whole there's a newfound way of of what what we're ambitious towards even the ethics of work you know, Pluto Capricorn, we definitely seen during this time, there's been a definite change of the ethics of work uh, or what's considered ethical as well. I don't think we um, know anymore. No, that's that's where that confusion in that because we're in that and we're also coming very close to the closeout of this as well, since this has been happening since 2008. So the whole responsibility of things and the overall structure, of course, things are changing. So, you know, we're prone to these unforeseen, unforeseen uh, twists of fate with, with even like the loss of prestige, all these things that we considered prestigious in the world. Um, you know, those, those things have, have come, have come to a weird close out or in the midst of being closed out and stuff. And then not only that during this time, there's, it's like almost like there's a start of a potential new world order. We know we've heard it or a great reset uh, because of the breaking down and the collapsing of governments or economy society, as we know, it is in a metamorphosis. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like almost the end of a type of war or tension. Like what we just had with Afghanistan or revealing of an induced war or tension Uh you know, whether that has already occurred or is coming about, you know, it's just, and even, even we've seen just this weird destructive authoritarianism that's come out in people, especially with, and you want to say it, you know, you had that whole Saturn Pluto, uh, Saturn Pluto conjunction that happened the beginning of 2020, you know, and there, there you go right there, that restriction of Saturn and stuff with that bringing about of Pluto and Capricorn, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we have a virus now out and stuff and people became very authoritarian. That's like a study that's happened is that, that whenever there's a pathogen that's released, the first thing that comes out in the human psyche is that authoritarianism. Um, so now because of that and the way that it's been socially accepted because of the weird times that we're transitioning into, we've adopted these new structures of how we look at things. Um, so it's just the, there's restructuring, restructuring, dismantling of rules, regulations, laws, fears, even limitations or obstructions. Um, and, you know, we're transmuting how we elicit support from others 
Um, and there's also a deep desire, I feel like, that could come from Pluto in Capricorn, uh, a desire like to to father or like a patriarchal mentor, teacher, uh, which I'm sure a lot of, as we've seen, especially with the come about of, you know, people taking to social media or, you know, even stuff like this, even doing the podcast, a lot of these certain channels that have come up, you know, they're coming to teach. Um, and there's also, you know, to, to, to deep desire to rule uh, you know, conserve or develop a status or higher standings, but in a different form than what we normally, uh, what we, what we knew as normal. We're in new territory. And I mean, we mm-hmm. could say that on the, even on the sky clock standard of, of the, the bigger picture, everything, I mean, entering the new age, that's a big one. Uh, we've never been here before. Uh, like Santo says, uh, you know, it's like our evolution, you know, and through, and through the story of the stars, we might've had, signs and and things return and all that but at the same time it's always spiraling up we're going further up uh there's this evolution that's always constantly going on so we've never been here at this place in the universe before so it it is brand new to us and of course so it's going to feel uncomfortable anything you do that you know you've never gone through and, and on a soul level man if your soul has never experienced this i mean there's this probably this uncomfort that you can't explain which i know that that's there everybody feels that um but yeah, with and that, think mm-hmm. how that think how that could even come out. Be that because you feel like you can't explain it, and on top of it, the, the there's limitations to our expression. It's it can get really chaotic for for just a, an individual body, for an individual person to just sit there and and not understand what's going on, and then on top of it, not know where to turn, not know how to express it, how to explain what they're feeling. It's it's rough. It's rough, but there is a light always at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, I think in the knowledge itself and. That's really what has, I always say, I always say to Gio, like, God, man, if I didn't learn this stuff, I don't know how the hell I would yeah. have made it through, you know? So it definitely Absolutely. helped me. It gave me even something to just, even on a novelty level, like it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it gave me something to read, something to do, something mm-hmm. to think about, but really was doing the work. And it's, it's fascinating that things like this will fall into your lap and mm-hmm. you realize actually how important it really was and how much it really did help you. And yeah. I know we both could vouch to till the end of time that that's yeah. what this stuff and as does. much as much as it could get really complex though it 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 when if you really want to if, yeah yeah exactly like you can go into the complexity and the details and the analysis of all of it and stuff with the astrology which you know of course we like to do and stuff too but we're also trying to simplify it and no matter what though you can get that through observing the astrological changes and cycles and everything so yeah and well and it told you it prepares you for the worst it prepares you it gets you ready uh and then when you do that you can make better decisions and actually evolve and 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 move forward quicker than others who didn't have the knowledge so there's a reason why all this stuff is resurfacing this frequency has brought this knowledge back to awareness so now if i even go search on the internet for something i was looking for 10 years ago that's that that wasn't on that frequency we we weren't you weren't even able to find something on a search uh and, and i do think it does work like that where Certain information vibrates at a certain mindset or at a certain level of mind. And so when the whole collective isn't vibrating that high on that frequency, that stuff's not even available. You can't even quantumly attract or manifest it because you don't even know that that frequency is a thing. You know, you don't yeah. even understand um, 
what certain things are. So how could you think something to attract more knowledge about it? And I do notice there's this domino effect. I'll learn something in a book and then that little thing over in this book might not have not, nothing to do with this, but then I see it over here and then I find it in an article and I'll have that like, conversation will come up and that comes up and all of a sudden, but it's like this information, it's a frequency game. It's like as soon as you're vibrating higher at a new level of mind, you have now access to all new information, it's because where you're vibrating at. And I do find that's one of the most important concepts to understand is if you think on energy, frequency, vibration before anything else, when it comes to your yes. relationships, when it comes to, you know, how you handle life, when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, more so your, uh, say, emotions, uh, that's mm-hmm. huge. That is your frequency. Your emotions are your guiding, your guidance system. So, uh, but, but to be in control of that, if you can't say you're not really, you know, emotionally, you're not really emotionally tough or that you need something if certain people need to know things before they happen. Astrology gives you the gift of saying, hey, look, here's the weather. Grab an umbrella, uh, you know, mm-hmm. put on a coat. Don't don't put on a coat. It's going to be hot. It's going to be this. That. It's, it's mm-hmm. always giving you the heads up and it's beautiful. And so yeah. to know these bigger, these bigger scale tr- uh, transits and when we look at what Capricorn really means, uh, that you know, we're, we're collectively being instructed to examine the integrity of political, commercial, legal, and religious sta- uh, establishments uh, that we will believe will afford us protection in an ever-changing world when yet they don't anymore. They used mm-hmm. to. It was the old transit. It's done. So now it's time to reassess all that stuff. And right now this period addresses the shadow of uh, of allegiance, you know, exposing obvious truths that were probably always there right in front of our face, but we weren't vibrating at that level to have that awareness to know. And now we get to see it and, and people will see all this falling apart as a bad thing when really it's not what it is, is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to right the wrong. It's an opportunity to see what needs to be fixed. It's kind of like finding a tumor in your body. That's not cancer yet, but you found the tumor. And before the thing grows into a big, a big old, you know, uh, no. bodily destroying, it going to eat everything from the inside out and everything. You're aware that that thing's there. So now it's yeah. time to either address it and take care of it. Right. Well, yeah. it's up to us. You know, the we see the tumor. We see that it's there. We see the the the, the disease and everything in our society, and that's on a, on a metaphoric level. And and honestly, the metaphor of that it mirrors actually into real sickness. We are we have people getting sick because we are sick spiritually. We are sick on a global and collective level. And um, you know, I I would say like on a grand scale, really, this Pluto and Capricorn, it's really revamping our lives, but for the better. It's it's for the good. It's it, we've we've found that cancer. It's time to take care of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, along with, uh, along with that, you know, there is certain, um, emotional responses that come from, uh, you know, this, this transit of Pluto in Capricorn, um, you know, and we said before that Pluto goes into the deeper desires, uh, on a soul level, uh, of what we, what we are, are, are yearning for to find our purpose, whether it's, you know, uh, conscious is at the forefront of consciousness uh, for ourselves, or even if it's subconscious for us. So some of the emotional responses would be like, when you think about it, uh, the Pluto Leo generation, you know, they're in a process right now where it's almost like they're being humbled in the sense that they had their power. We've gone over Pluto and Leo and what that was, especially coming in the age of, of, you know, uh, winning a war and, uh, um, 
uh, you know, well, world war, not just a war, but a world war between many nations and societies as well um, that really could have changed the world. Um, and coming from a place of winning that, this power coming in and the courage to stand up to nations and being the the, the power play uh, nation as well to the point of like having this, um, you know, celebrities and, you know, really following that. It was like, you know, the celebrity came to, to be in that age as well. Um but they had this sense of, of, of power and now are sensing being checked as a whole, you know, especially them being older now and stuff. This is the, a lot of these things that like there's death grips happening for some of these people in these bigger systems and roles as well that are Pluto Leo. And it's like almost they're in a confliction of being like this shit's coming to an end, especially with the crumbling of Pluto and Capricorn. Uh, so there's an awakening of all the generations an entire fractioning of perspective of the madness and relationship we are uh in humanity and it's challenging it challenges our desires and subconscious understanding of independence um so there's a power or powerlessness in ambition the disciplines the melodic uh, methodical persevering uh politics realism responsibility uh rigidity seriousness uh, thriftiness, money, sex, and control over life and household. You know, these are all the things that are uprooted and in the air. And um, they're, you know, they're the, an emotional response that could come from all this is like a need for constant forms of stability. And that may not, not easily be able to come about or adapt to, especially with sudden changes. So, well, you're in Taurus. Yeah, there you go. That that's it's a shock to those to those core principle values of yeah. security, that's security and yeah. possessions. Yeah, and a value. Um, so the the desire there's a desire within that of uh, for deconditioning and destruction of the psychological structure of reality and the natural laws. Um, there's an awakening, uh, the awakening, the realization of limitations. Now we're seeing, especially now with all the restrictions, mandates, everything and stuff, like we're awakening to like, whoa, like these are serious limitations for some people. Some people are going along with it. Some people are like, oh, whatever. And they see the limitations are happening elsewhere and or 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 putting the blame of the limitations elsewhere because certain people aren't following the consensus. So, you know, we're looking at the natural framework of the entire collective's uh, the entire collective's truths, structures, ways of living, and boundaries, and how they're coming to a destruction cycle. With and, and and with a lack of awareness, that can bring confusion and chaos, fracturing consciousness. So there's a deeper desire to understand and transform our our duties on a soul level, and even in the world individually and collectively. Um, and the like I said before, the deep desire to mentor and all that, and try to have like try to get some sort of grasp of power, especially with Pluto being that power or powerlessness, you know, and that transformation of there, um, and and security, like I said before. So and and all this can bring up, uh, you know, there can be a tendency to feel alone and frustrated and misery as well and pessimism. So it's like we're taking off the mask we were conditioned to wear in society and transmuting it, uh, transmuting what we've learned from this and experienced and that has and like all that's been exposed about the structures of society in our own deeper sense of self-awareness and reflecting where we have neglected ourselves emotionally and physically 
this gives us a better Capricornian handle or or authority. This is how you would use the energy, but it gives you that um, that better Capricornian handle of uh, and that authority over our own lives and our emotionalism, so we can better show up in the world with newfound principles. Uh, newfound roots and beginning to contribute to the collective and society in a more meaningful way as the old crumbles away and we're developing new and improved structures and systems. Yeah, you know what? And to add on to that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that whole security factor is like buying property, the promise of retirement or healthcare, earning a living, uh, or even existing free of threat violence Mm -hmm. really is impossible for many people today and regardless of how many hours uh, someone puts in at the office uh, without these incentives we're going to have to begin to imagine new ways of living it's going to be it's in our face it has to happen so you know the economy people are in denial uh, that 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 there's like they're still thinking that there's security in those things it's well you're on a tennis ball flying forty thousand miles in the middle of nowhere and you think you have security you're a little flea on a tennis ball (laughs) fakakta ah good man i wish Uh, we could get him on i I really wish i could i want to talk to him do you think you'll you think you'll cry when you find out if he's passed away would i cry uh i actually can't say i don't know i would I i would be humble enough to admit that i might because this is why. I would hope I do. <laughs> it, right, well, okay, right. Well, I mean, I got to remember, I dealt with my dad passing away. and I, Well, I think when you, yeah, once yeah, you deal with right. it, I think it's like, you know, I've already mm. worked out. God, this went dark quick, huh? Uh, <laughs> hey, no, but like... Transcendence. Right, exactly. And relax and enjoy the darkness. Um, but no, like, sorry, sorry. by going through that, no, like, it's, it's not... I've worked that out. So in yeah. my head, it's like, well, look... You know, if one, we all pass away, that's an easy one. We, that's always like, oh, we're all going to die. So it doesn't matter. On top of that, it's like, you know, when someone is either suffering in a body because of age or a drug addiction or something, it's like, I think you'd rather see them move on because it, it's just that if they're mm-hmm. suffering in the vessel more than whatever, it's time to go. You know, if, yeah. if he's old to the point where he can't really function normally or something like that, then, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but what would make me upset? Why I'd actually consider the possibility of me getting upset and crying not wouldn't be because oh he's he's dead and i can't see him anymore i know he's gone it's because he wanted to see the world become what he was teaching yeah and to know that someone put that effort and all that time and sometimes he had those episodes where no one was sitting in the church uh, listening to him talk and he still went forth and did it he kept doing it from god early 90s all the way to 2000 even beyond and um yeah i think my the way my mind would work and like put put it together would may it may cause some sort of emotional uh, little upheaval in me and say mm-hmm. you know like it is sad if if someone didn't get to see it. I, I here's what would make me feel better. You want me to not cry when he passes away? That if we carry on his work and make it be known and see that he, I'd like to see that guy smile knowing that he knows he did what he did. Oh yeah, and people it's- saw it. And so many people, and his name is a lot more out there now. There's so many people uh, that the videos that I see of people that take clips of it. Yes, whether it's being completely understood and applied, eh, we don't, you know, apparently, you know, we don't know how much it's it's getting there. It maybe, uh, but yeah, but it's funny because what you just said about how you just broke that all down of 
how you're going to take it and like just what you've done. And even with your dad and everything like that's a great example of showing Pluto, like especially if, and Pluto in Scorpio in yeah, you're not kidding. In the 12th, in the 12th yeah, house, right? You're not forcing that. Yes, that okay. is absolutely See, true. Yes, you're, that's the way yes. to do it. Right. You're, and take, I, you're taking the lessons of it and really observing it in more so of that higher, mm-hmm. that higher, uh, you know, octave of, of the overall archetypes of astrology and you're sitting there and being able to go into more of this metaphysical process of it and understanding and also the authority over your emotions and being able to apply it and have that understanding. And this is why we stress this. Right. I mean, God, uh, and just to, I mean, I know I've, I've mentioned this plenty of times, but I have Pluto in the 12th. And when you look at what that means is Pluto in the 12th means in other lifetimes, if you believe in other lifetimes, and which you should. Um, Pluto in the 12th means I've gone through every sign as a soul and that I'm at the end of a cycle. And I used to do this without knowing astrology, meaning I always took the dark and negative or whatever and I went down, I dealt with it, and but then I learned how to integrate it and use it. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, by me being aware of that, probably now I won't get upset because I know that when that day comes, I'm already, like, it's locked in my mind. Like, you know, that would be the thing that gets me upset and it's like, but I, but but we do have the opportunity to help the man, and I think if actually yeah. him passing away and nothing came of it, I wouldn't say guilt would be the feeling, but it's like, man, I really I feel like I should have did something yeah. more, like almost like there's an injustice. A little bit. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. not injustice, but I mean, because he didn't, he won't if he doesn't get to see. But like, and, and for people who don't know who this is, I mean, this man, Bill Donahue, hidden meetings on YouTube. He, he you could go watch his videos. They're from the '90s. And he really, you know, decoded the Bible, astrology. He he was one of those first, like those just. He was a truther that was needed. He was a big pivot um, because his work is affecting us now. I'm not saying yeah. maybe in the '90s, not a lot of people knew about him, but mm. the the what is lies in his information is so important. And I you can mark my words on this. Now remember, I'm I'm one for one. I marked my words on that one episode with the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. So I'm going to mark my words on this one. Let's go two for two. Is that <laughs> that man's work will become some of the most important, um, thing, like one of the most important areas of all of this, all of astrology, yeah. truth, uh, understanding the sky clock, understanding the Bible, under, understanding who Jesus Christ was and what, and what it is, mm-hmm. um, understanding how our body and, and, and nature are one and all, everything he broke down and with, with character, with, yeah. with humor, with, you know, he's a cancer too. So he, he, I think he really projected that motherly, mm-hmm. um, you know, the energy, not like him, but like he, he really, it's like a mom, that like, you know, you just did something wrong and you're not understanding where she slaps you, but then she gives you a little hug and says, look, and she puts you and she cradles you up. I always felt like Bill cradled me up on the, on my yeah. worst day. If I watched the Bill video, I felt so much better. So Bill Donahue, man, if, please go Absolutely. watch that guy. He was like, he was, he's like taking, he's like taking Carl Young, Jordan Maxwell and Edgar Casey, um, mm. and just taking and it a Bible. step further. Yes. And the Bible and taking that but really translating it through the heart so and he really did so i mean it is keep talking i just gotta let the cat out real quick yeah i hear him (laughs) no no yeah that's fine but uh, i to me 
uh, that man and and Santos Bonacci and all of these guys they they did all the work and they and they put it all out there when this wasn't popular it wasn't a thing and now you see you know the people talking conspiracies uh, you know you have TikTok and that's now it's like a trending thing and it's because of the whole pandemic and and people are jumping on bandwagons now these guys weren't bandwagon guys they did it because they loved what they did they loved humanity. They loved the information. They loved understanding what it was. And it, it, and they've brought so much light and love to people. And uh, I, 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 sh- I can't stress this enough that I hate when things become a trend. I hate when things become a bandwagon. I hate when they become something that people could jump on for attention and, and they jump on it for, for likes and whatever. When these guys truly did this work because of the love they had for the work and the love they had for humanity itself. Uh, amazing souls. You could just, you just know, uh, it's just a thing. If you have a little bit of intuition and humanity left in you, then you would know that these people really do love humanity and they do they they do have a lot of love to give when it comes to that and they did it through teaching and uh so bill changed my life he changed my life back in 2012 i i I think i go back that far because when sandy hit i remember my house was still in shambles and they were rebuilding it and i was sitting in my room watching his fucking videos just like on repeat or or he got like a thousand videos so like i'm sitting there watching it my grandparents thought i was brainwashed and i'm like no you don't understand and they're christian catholic i'm sitting there like you realize that if you know you guys make it to when this information becomes general it becomes the norm that this is the meaning of your religions this is what jesus christ is you don't understand that like and i usually don't make claims like that where i think i know something but when i tell even the listener here I I know what he's teaching is absolutely correct. It is the mm. it is the way. I I believe there is definitive truths and everything mm. that has flooded through the occult and flooded through astrology, flooded through um the Bible, Jesus Christ, all of that mm-hmm. stuff, it, it, there was these deeper meanings and we had beautiful souls to to give us that. Um and Bill is going to be remembered for a very long time. And I'll make sure that that's one of my life missions is to give people, it must be my North Node Aquarius, that to give the right people in the community the the Leo polarity that they deserve. Put this man on the stage, give him the love. He's the one that did it. I never take any credit for what it is that I figured out, you know? Yeah. And he wouldn't even, and he wouldn't even want any sort of like, Oh, that you got to listen to me or anything or, you know, whatever. And, or, or praise me or something like that. He and says, don't believe that, me. That, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, I'm not, I just, I'm not reiterating stuff that, and it, and you know what though, it does, it resonates on a very heart level, uh, you know, and, and what's kind of funny about that since, since we're kind of, um, talking about that and that nurturing aspect, especially him being a cancer and everything, um, when we're looking about the comebouts of um, of the, some of these emotional responses that come up or what's going on in the world and like how to handle certain things, even what we were saying before, even with you and Bill Donahue and like you were talking about, you know, the, the that way of interpreting um, you when it comes to this and this goes for all uh, the signs, uh, but you you look to the polarity of Pluto and Capricorn, which would be cancer, which is that nurturing aspect. So if Cap, uh, if Capricorn is focused on, you know, like you're saying, not financial, like the actual money part of it, but like the actual structures, uh, if it's focusing on financial security uh, and authoritative security and stability within structures, systems and our own life uh, there, then cancer would be more so of the emotional securities and stabilities. 
Uh, so when Fam- you, family when, too, I mean, yes. And, and yes, family. Um, so when you're learning, uh, it's, it's when you go to that with Pluto and Capricorn and going into that cancer part and you're balancing out the energies, you're learning how to let go of the patriarchal dream of needing to overly control or stress about, uh, following the norms and the consensus of society, uh, when it comes to public life or a career status and the financial stability, uh, based on the consensus of how or what society says we need in order to be secure in those areas. Instead, you're learning to reevaluate how our emotional security and stability plays a grander factor in our overall structure of life and then learning how to nurture those deeper parts of ourselves in our home base. You know, you could be learning to transform what we find important physically or uh, or materialistically and learning that less is more in that sense. And therefore, we can create a new outlook on what we really need to be successful, uh, so to say, in life on a soul and purposeful level. There's a bigger focus also, like you said, family. Bigger focus, though, on our ancestry, since we're talking about more so of the depths because of Pluto. Bigger focus on our ancestry and lineage and healing past generational patterns and habits. And then we're bringing forth the receptivity of our subconscious feminine energy to balance where we direct our initiation and our active drive forward to create the new Capricornian uh, energy. Cause you can't get rid of it entirely. That needs to be there. There needs no, to be structure. You need all of it. All yeah. of it. You know, picture your body without the bones. You need Capricorn, Capricorn's mm-hmm. bones, you know? So if you look at that metaphor as in everything else, everything needs its bones. Everything needs its structure. Everything needs its regulations and its rules and its limitations. You need that, you know, it can't be all. And then it, I mean, God, if you had too much cancer, we'd all be hugging each other and being mommy to one another and, and mm-hmm. nothing would ever get done because we want to, you know, well, no, don't go to work, but here's a blanket and I'll make you soup mm-hmm. and, you know, and no structure. You just go by your emotions. No, you need the, you need the polarity. There's a reason for all 12 yes. signs. There's a reasons for all, for all 12 systems of the body. There's a reasons for all 12, 12, uh, notes and or, or keys in music. Uh, you know, there's all the science to it and it's all needed. You can't take mm-hmm. just one thing out. So you're right. And, and so, Really, uh, you know, approaching the way we're leaving this transit is we have to just constantly be reminded, that, yes, that we do need the cancer nurturing. We need to, we need, it's balance. It's always balance because the, the economy really has risen to, uh, to, to prominence in response to say the marketplace and, and, fi- and finance and all this. It's, it, it, you look everywhere, it's so unstable and it's like, well, you know what? Let's return back to family and care. Like, le- they, we, we were too focused Capricorn wise. So now it yeah. is that time to, to repolarize it by bringing it back into to more of the can. It's like, okay, well, you know, let me yeah. nurture myself. We nurture my loved ones. We take care of things mm-hmm. on an emotional level because that's where we're hurting the most. But we were just so stuck in the rat race. We were so stuck in the success of Capricorn that we yeah. forgot about that stuff. So that's the, and it's like the universe will force you to do things. The universe, the universe is forcing us to go back into that because it shows us through life. It shows us through reality, through circumstances and people and what's going on in the world. It's showing us that we need to step back from the Capricorn. It's not just destroying things because it likes to, it's because it's imbalanced. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like understanding that whole, like that whole Capricorn, but the more physical, um, you know, materialistical, you know, following of the status quo and stuff. Like we're seeing that 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 doesn't work anymore. And it's like you just said, Going into more so of 
trying to get a new status quo uh, by observing more so of those certain ways of how we talk to people, how we take care of things, how we, you know, instead of just push, 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 stomp on whoever just to be successful. You know what I mean? Like that sort of scene, those things aren't working. Yeah. Those things aren't working anymore. And what we're seeing right now, especially with Pluto in Capricorn already and what we've seen since 2008 and which is we're coming on a closeout. And that's why maybe it seems so extreme because we're closing out on Always it. Always is. Yeah. At the and end, at the end of science. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's because the last, it's like the last call, last call. And there's, <laughs> it's just a struggling of a fucking being like for the people that are either uh, stuck with the, those things, the people that have the power and want to keep the power and are having a sense of losing it, you know, or just the, the, the shift of authority, all that it's, you see now everybody is scrambling. Right. Right. You know, it's funny. So don't get, so don't get caught in that shit. We're talking about like suffering or, uh, like, uh, Pluto transits and dealing with this pain. Gallo mm-hmm. texted me and I sent him the, uh, his Pluto series video. I just gave him yeah. like, access to it cause he's done enough for me. And, um, he goes, this is his response to hearing his Pluto. And this is someone who's, you know, very discerning. I see that for sure. I don't like it, but it gives me awareness to crush the job and it will give me a chance to really get in position. He says he don't like it. He didn't like what he heard, but he's like, but it gives me the chance. Give me the awareness. And that's what this is. Like you're getting this calling, you're getting this information, you're getting an awareness that you are, you know, you could jump ahead. And I, I really, I, at this point, I really do want to enforce like, God, Fucking buy an astrology book or learn it and just understand. I'm telling you, it will help. I promise. Because so start somewhere. It starts somewhere. And, and when it comes to this and coming to the end of Capricorn, another thing I do notice too, because we're doing it, is influencers actually inspire more confidence than brands do and corporations oh, yeah. do. That's another big thing that's being ripped out of the system is like you have people on YouTube and podcasts, like you had said before, that are, that are you know, in the wake of COVID, not uh, COVID. Can I say it? 1999. In COVID-19, party again like it's 1999. Uh, yeah. Not uh, not only have we seen seen a rising trend, say, in, in mm-hmm. like government and science, they're trying to rise up with more control, but then you also have the other side. You have that Aquarian energy coming out. You have the influencer, the communities starting. And that's yeah. what these locks, the extended period of lockdowns have actually motivated us to reconsider these things, reconsider traditions, mm-hmm. things like marriage, education, childcare, who we look up to, celebrities, mm-hmm. uh, all and, that other and, stuff. And what did I say before? That Pluto and Capricorn is making a hard aspect to the Pluto Leo generation when you look at it in that way to the point that that's that a lot whole, of our government probably now. Yeah, that and and the fact that it was that outward praise of some of these more prestiged people or celebrities and stuff like that. Like the, even, even what we consider the celebrity is not, is not a big thing anymore. Nobody, for, no look at Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Look at Hollywood, how it is. And no stuff. Yeah. Cares. Of course you got those people that are still sucked up into that, but that goes in a different route and stuff like that. But like you're saying, you have now the new celebrity is the influencer is the content creators are the, you know, and but they're not like celebrity in that way, but that's where, that's where you know it's what's going. crazy though. You know, how you said like, yeah, you're right. Like the influencer, the YouTuber and all that. If I would, if I'd met Matt McKinley though, or even the Leo <laughs> King, it would feel a little bit like a, holy shit, it's him. Yeah. Like, you know, there would be a little bit of that celebrity. He's not up on a pedestal, but mm-hmm. you know, these, I think this is why it's like people used to look at celebrities and think, 
well, they're the best at what they do, and I want to be the best, so I like them for being the best. You know, and I've always been like opposite. It's why I was a Bucks, why I am a Bucks fan, why I love Steph Curry when he first joined the league, like all those things. Even with sports, I was always influenced by the guy that related to my story. And what was my story? It was coming, not coming from nothing, because I had a good childhood, but more so coming from nothing within. I didn't have anything to back my own confidence up, and I saw people that would 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 crush adversity and come and, and approach with that confidence. And, uh, but they, but they looked like they had really not much and they had to use themselves and build themselves up. And I loved that story. We could say it again one last time, the Vegeta thing. I, it's, I, I know it's getting old, but like, that is why though. It's like these things are, they symbolize, but now it's like, Matt McKinley and all these guys who really like on a, someone else sees them at a grocery store, they're going to jump out of their bathtubs and actually not jump out of the bathtubs. They just won't say anything. They don't give a shit. But like with us, it's like, think about this. I would say it like this. Everyone's going to have their own celebrity kind of influencer and like people they look up to, but it's not going to be the person on like, maybe it is, but it'll be more common to not have a movie star, a big rapper, whatever. It could be a YouTuber. It could be someone who Mm -hmm. does videos on meditation. It could be whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It's on that smaller scale thing. You know, yeah, it's no longer the Michael Jordans, the Michael Jacksons, no, it's the Matt McKinley's and David Palmer's. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, do you have anything else you want to state at all about uh, Pluto Cap before we move on to Aquarius? Uh, Yeah, uh, this this is my last. Well, this really didn't. This is a little offshoot, but uh, because we kept mentioning the change of healthcare, the change of uh, this Mm, structure, and whatever. What's awesome about all of this and this astrology stuff is so Saturn's telling this big picture story and like each planet and their transits are telling these big picture their own big picture transit stories and we're experiencing them so you might think oh well so you're saying the structure and the financial thing is all out of whack and it's like okay whatever but you can ask a question with them why this and why this let's not forget on the other end of what the other planets are saying let's go into Uranus and Taurus real quick and just remember that, you know, our, our legal tender is up for debate that we're entering a crypto yeah. realm, right? Where we, these things are all shifting and Uranus and Taurus is like in the form of a hot button topic like Bitcoin and NFTs. That's literally yeah. what that is. That, that hot topic thing is not Saturn. It's yeah. the story being told within the story. And that's the beauty of, uh, of a chart as well mm-hmm. or transits because you could say, oh, well, Saturn's causing all this. It's like, yeah, but if you go to this other end of the other end of the blueprint, it's not mm-hmm. just Saturn causing the upheaval in finance. That's the that's that's one of the, you know, uh, template, uh, you know, the, the, or Pluto. I, I kept saying Saturn. Pluto is causing in Capricorn is causing this template thing and i feel like as the planets come closer and closer it's like that's the bigger picture pluto and then as you move into neptune and uranus all these little sub stories are just making one big story so uranus and taurus taurus rules money and finance we've said that uranus shakes it up and so that's another thing that's going on and so to keep in mind to not stay so single track with it and remember that it is a big story being told so and that's the fascination mm-hmm. i have i think obviously so absolutely I, I agree because i mean you think about it uranus is now you know that's the ruler of aquarius and and that's really kind of where we're going with things especially coming out of this pluto capricorn stage and you know everybody's saying the age of aquarius and everything and stuff yep. so there is that shock the and, that, and that yes and that innovation of our 
monetary systems, our values, especially with the crypto and everything and stuff and the bringing and, and the falling away of, like you were saying, NFTs, just the way we consider and do money and value and everything and stuff. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point to look at. And this is why we constantly stress that it's like, you know, you can't come to, can't get too fixated on just one planet, one transit, one sign, my sun sign, my asshole. You can't do that. You got it. You got to be able to put all the, yeah, got to get to put all the pieces together and stuff. And then one other thing I want to say is like, why I just feel like, yes, we, we always say our personal planets, da, 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 and everything, but the reason why, which it does absolutely. But the, the reason why the planet, the outer planets like Pluto, Neptune and Uranus, I'll leave out Saturn and Jupiter right now because, you know, we do get a lot of importance on that. But Pluto, uh, Pluto, uh, Uranus and Neptune, they are um, fairly newly discovered planets. And Mm. when we discover um, and when we discover a new planet, uh, it coincides with a shift in mass consciousness and discovery of a, of a new aspect with our reality and psyche, especially when dealing with these outer planets. So there's major themes around planetary energy coming to the forefront shortly before, during, and within the new, uh, the next few decades that follow after the initial discover. Um, and when we're looking at Pluto, uh, um, when we're looking at Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune, those are all fairly new, uh, all within... What, between two two three hundred years yeah and you know my favorite point about all that is is so we were so unaware of like our inner selves and people didn't really believe in the spirit they did uh, meaning or like so on like say like astral travel like uh, mm-hmm. uh more spiritual esoteric metaphysics and stuff like that which a lot of it comes from pluto right but we didn't start focusing on that stuff up until the planet was found so like the planet being found in the sky was also kind of triggering the activities that goes along with it or at least our awareness of it yes exactly and then the reason another reason why that's so important is because think about it all those other like the sun the moon um all those those have been around and within uh humanity's uh um uh, awareness for about like 6,000 years, maybe more some of them and stuff, you know, that's that's been there. So there's a longer lineage of collected data within the collective um, rather than those those other three outer planets, whereas those are more recently discovered. So we're in the midst of of creating that uh, awareness, creating that reality and that data that we're in the in, in the midst of making that this history, this 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 mm-hmm. understanding we are still understanding we're like in it's it's like with those three planets it's like it's it's in its infancy it's in its infancy so it's exciting. still of we're, yeah so we're there's a like, lot of understanding coming they know it's free people people will not most likely unless they hear me say it or that maybe they don't even hold on to what i'm about to say but i don't think people realize that this period of time right here that we're living and experiencing all this stuff is something that are, it's going to be either in like history books or it's going to be oh, yeah. something that's remembered how we remember Rome and how we remember mm-hmm. Egypt. I mean, it's not as much, uh, would be the word like, uh, it's not much pride in remembering that we experienced the things we are now when it comes to like, you know, we, we didn't, we're not building the pyramids. Uh, um, we're not conquering or creating an empire and doing, we're just dealing with absolute retardation kind of. But more so is the change, the change. And when I say retardation, no, really, it's the slowing down of fucking like people just, I think we've lost intelligence, really. Oh, um, yeah. I but, mean, but it, you know, I don't 
I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know who It'll gets be, offended it, and what. It, but but my point yeah, though is, it, is everything offends. I know, but and whatever. But my point though is, is like this is a time in history will be remembered, and it is. We're living yeah. out that story. This is. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's fresh, it's new, and in its infancy, like you said. But it's like we're also part of like whatever we do today, whatever we do while we're alive now can be mm-hmm. certainly be remembered, just like Bill, yeah. right? That's something yeah. he will be remembered because he was part of that area of the collective of waking people up and remembering this beautiful knowledge and 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 mm. taking us out of the spell. I think that's what I think I love Bill for. It's the spell he yeah. kills the spell. Um, so and to end, I just and I want you to make your point, but just to end my thing on Pluto and Capricorn is the last thing I'll say is that mm-hmm. that that Pluto and Capricorn it holds our unconscious biases and behaviors up for review. It it, it encourages us to it encourages us to to evaluate deeply imprinted subconscious material and our engagement as consumers, the, uh, the efficacy uh, of uh, of you know the grind and work hard, play hard, and you know all of that stuff. It's like we're we're breaking off. This is it, and it will be mm. something that will be remembered forever. And it's like, well, how do we want to tell the story? Yeah, exactly. No, and then I, the only thing I just want to say is just with that whole, um, you know, that we are in a bigger part of what's going to be a very a very predominant part of of history. It's like mm. that's where you need to remember that, especially when looking at everything in the astrology in this way is that if you're feeling some sort of insignificance in the world, that just alone will show to you that, and, and the astrology will show to you that it, you're not, you're not insignificant. You're part of the collective. You're part of this history in the making. You have a mark to make no matter how big or small it is. It may be, you are part of that. And your own conscious awareness of your emotions and how you show up in the world and your soul desires and purposes and everything and stuff. Those are the things that it's like, take care of that, take care of those things. And there's no, there's no, there's no grading. There's no test at the end and stuff. Some may want to say that there's a test at the end and stuff. I think it's not how we're taught by, by religions, you know, and stuff. There's, there's higher octaves of how that goes, but that's the thing. If you're feeling the insignificance, don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're really good. I told you, simple, we're going to try and simplify. We are going to simplify many things on this podcast. And what's to come is very exciting because even you mentioned religions. It's like there's another tradition that that needs to be, you know, de, uh, defragged and reorganized and, and, and give people the power back. It's like a lot of these churches, a lot of these religions, uh, and, and with anything. I mean, if you're not so, to, so well, um, you know, uh, if if you're not built into certain knowledge of like you know using it and practicing it and they and these organizations and and the way society's built is like they, they okay we'll do everything for you and then you stop thinking and you stop using you loot that beauty that you want to feel about yourself you don't feel like you're the center of yeah. the fucking universe when, when you should and not like ego egoically but like more so is you you i think a lot of us i hate to say it like i wish for a lack of better words it's like we don't like ourselves we don't yeah why should we we're not that mm-hmm. smart we don't take care of ourselves we let people walk all over us we give our power away we mm-hmm. we we've allowed people to shape who we are it's mm-hmm. we've lost our integrity and we've lost our our confidence as a human being it's like well why would we feel good about ourselves but the thing yeah. is is the answer is on the tip of everyone's tongue like they know what they have to do and, and it's what mm-hmm. boggles my mind about humans is you know what to do but for some reason there's that unconscious mm-hmm. block 
Yeah. So. It's either you're overcomplicating it or something in that sense. But that's the thing. It's like being able to know that you do have a role. You have a role to play within your own life, which then reflects outwards into outer reality as well. And um, that's that's one thing to, to to manage and take care of and stuff. And it's it's and it's not to sit here and have the realization or the awareness of being like, oh, OK, like, wow, I'm part of contributing to, the, you know, the the fact that we're all just, you know, all those all those more negative things that you were saying about those realizations about ourselves. Now, you could either take those realizations and self-destruct and have shame and guilt and all those lower vibrational emotions and stuff, or you could take that realization and do the work and transmute it into something that's going to be a lesson learned for you personally. And therefore, you can, you'll start to see, but you have to have faith in that way to see that when you take those realizations and get out of those lower vibrational emotions about them of shame and guilt and everything and go to the fact of being like, you know what, I'm going to change this in this way and stuff about myself or whatever. And these are the ambitions it's going to lead me to and what it's going to do. Then you'll start to see a better and clearer uh, a way to your role in the world and the effect that you'll have on the world. So uh, mm. I think that pretty, that wraps up Pluto Capricorn yeah, that was breaking a good, down that was, of all those structures. Very much so. That was a know. good one. That was a good Absolutely. one. I, I think we come up with our best material when, you know, we're not so focused just on the subject. And it, it's really the beauty of conversation. Uh, people, I don't think, well, that, right. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that's total. Mm-hmm. And dude, you know, what's funny. That goes even in six, I'm, you know, back into the music and all that. And it uh, it's the same feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, you write the best mm-hmm. music when you, you're coming from that flow state. And yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of the golden nuggets that come out of like us on this podcast, it always mm-hmm. comes from an offshoot. All of a sudden, yeah. we're just over here. But then, man, that was a good point. I wasn't even hmm. thinking about that today. You know, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. Well, when you're paying attention to the Pluto soul desire to return back to source, like we've said in the past episodes, um, you are tapping back into that source intuition. You are. It's it's an intuition that. It can't, it, it, it can't fail you. Only your own interpretation and perspective and your choices and stuff can fail you. But the message is there. It's always coming in the information. And, you know, and, and, and even though there is mistakes that are made and there's failure and it is an option at times, it does not mean that that's the end all be all. So with that being said, let us continue. Pluto, Pluto Aqua. Um, I'll, I'll take the yeah, stage yeah. on this one. And bro, by the way, I, man, I got some good stuff for some future podcasts. It's uh, fucking really good. Um, I, I definitely want, want to do another, uh, age of Aquarius. Oh yeah. Um, and actually it's funny cause with Pluto and Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius can be considered somewhat like the trigger. Like this mm-hmm. potentially could be a time because we're talking what, 2023 to 2044. And, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously thinking about it, think, I mean, just without using, symbols and astrology think about what that could bring use your imagination obviously we're going to see immense change things we've never seen before but um but yeah so could be harboring in the new age as is when a lot of people also have said the 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 saturn and jupiter conjunction was kind of like i think that was like the trigger point and i think once we reach the end of a precursor right or like you know it's it's like it's like it's like flicking the tip you know yeah Don't fucking right. flick my tip. Uh, <laughs> flick <right>. my tip. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you out. <laughs> uh, it's cocktail. All right. All right. So Pluto. Uh, Pluto. Pluto. So Pluto will briefly enter Aquarius between March and June of 2023. 
and it'll actually re-enter Capricorn for one last pass uh, before shifting into Aquarius for good in January 2024. So when we come out of it, and it usually happens, it just happened right now with the Jupiter transit. Like it went into uh, Pisces and it and then it retrograded back into um, Aquarius. And uh, I said that right, right? Pisces? And then went into, yeah. So it went yeah. into Pisces, retrograded back into Aquarius. So with Pluto and a lot of these planets, they, they usually do that. They'll... Um, you know they'll they'll retrograde back mm-hmm. into the sign one last time. It's like it's, yeah. I I look at it always as it's kind of like you know um, it's like checking your pockets for your wallet and your keys, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you make sure that you got it all. And I think so when Pluto enters an Aquarius in twenty twenty three, we're gonna see a glimpse, right? And then yeah. it's gonna we're gonna have to check our pockets, check the wallet, check this. Okay, do I mm-hmm. have everything? Okay, and then boop, we come into uh, Aquarius. Uh, for good in 2024. So yeah. at the at the final stage of Capricorn, you know we, we've said we're polarized between clinging to convention and the promise of the Aquarian freedom because that's what Aquarius rules: it's humanity, mm-hmm. it's freedom, it's it's the it's the it's the the the, the normal you know the the, the average Joe I want to say um, mm-hmm. a good a good Aquarian story is Aladdin by the way. So uh, he he's very Aquarian, uh, like mm-hmm. a poor guy coming in and gaining the royalty and he was you know mm-hmm. behind the when he fakes himself as being royalty that really below he was that aquarian normal average joe and mm-hmm. we're all kings and queens that was kind of the story so um so yeah so this tracks with the rise in mainstream conversation regarding topics that aquarian subsets of the population have had for years issues of racial inequality gender identity prison abolition uh abolition um and defunding the police are all in the talk in every town, and that's the Capricorn. But now coming into Aquarius, mm-hmm. remember, they're both Saturn-ruled. You know, they meet on equal footing in their fondness of, of the skepticism. So it's not like, I think it won't be all, <laughs> like, we leave Capricorn, there's still a lot more work to do. So, and I, I don't expect yeah. amazing things till probably the late 2030s. Yeah. And that, you know, it's funny real quick, just that whole, like, you know, Pluto going into Aquarius and then retrograding for a bit back into Capricorn, right? Yeah, so when it ret- it's almost like that whole thing. It's like you, you, we've sat there and you know we, we've 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 gone through the mud and the muck. That's like you know we stepped in it and it was holding us down and everything and stuff. And we kind of got out of it, but then it's like almost like that retrograde back into Capricorn. It's like you, maybe you step in another pile or whatever, and you're just shaking off the rest because it's weighing down your legs yeah. and stuff. And yep. then you proceed back forward and stuff. Exactly. But, and that's yeah. the way I love that. And I've always been good with analogies. And if you, that's, that is putting it simply, you know, that I think is the best way. I want to get to that point with everything I learned yeah. and what I could bring to people. And then people should feel the same way. Like, like bring to tickle the, your fancy. Well, that, right. Well, and then, well, but, but, but my thing is, is, and I was telling, it's funny. I was telling my grandmother this, I go, cause she's like walking around like Trump's going back and JFK and Marilyn Monroe's under a bridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in Chicago, uh, insane. Um, meaning like how detailed these, some of these truthers could get, but like, you know, they, by explaining something to somebody, you must explain it to them on their level of mind. So that's how you simplify. Use an analogy. When I was first teaching gallo music, right? I was comparing Mm -hmm. everything to lifting weights. It it was always like, you have to put, you know, you're not going to go to the gym the first day and pump out this and you know, you got to do it slow first and you got to pray. And I use an analogy that he understood. It was his level of mind at the time. But, um, but yeah, getting back to the, the Aquarius is, and, and this really truly is 
I, I find this a very important point to, to keep in mind is that when we leave Pluto Capricorn, we're going to be in a Pluto in Pluto and Aquarius. But remember, we're going to still be in that Capricornian mindset in a way. So when we withdraw our support from systems and lose faith in old standbys like the bureaucracy and the corporations and even the law itself, which you could see uh, a power vacuum is going to be created. So mm-hmm. this has led to say or will lead to a splintering of people into a variety of groups governed by distinct ideologies, very Aquarian. And naturally, this schism will uh, necessitate confronting the shadow of individualism and groupthink in the future. There's that dark polarity. And, um, and otherism, which is bound to create like a conflict once Pluto moves into Aquarius, because we're still going to be entrenched in, in this mindset. So... And there, yeah. there must be something or someone to follow is what it's going to be. But the, the true spiritual teaching of Capricorn, it lies in our acknowledgement of personal responsibility. Let's hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Let's find out who we are. And then onto the more so conventional, uh, um, uh, you know, and get out of the out, outdated institutions uh, and basically jump into this new way of achieving happiness, liberation and rest. And that's what I can't wait for is that even though Aquarius mm-hmm. really isn't rest more so rest from this outdated topic of government Mm. and Uh, structure it's like let's get the fuck on already yeah yeah so um oh you're good yeah yeah take take uh, take i thought you were gonna say something no i have Um, have plenty more i want to hear what you have to say yeah so i mean just another thing with going over like just even understanding that whole pluto and aquarius thing uh, it just also like this when Pluto goes into Aquarius, it'll be the first time in about 243 years. Uh, last time Pluto was in Aquarius was during the French and American Revolution, and it was also between 1778 and 1798, uh, where it was a period of massive change all over the world. Uh, it was the beginning mark of what would grow into an innovative industrial pro- uh, progression forwards, which we know. Uh, Aquarius a lot of times goes along with innovation and stuff in that way and revolution. Um, but when you you could also look at it this way that the American Constitution was ratified during this time, and the words "We the People" are perhaps the first modern expression of the Aquarius entity. Uh, it was also in 1783 when Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, was discovered. And the strange axis tilt of Uranus was under speculation, which led to the deeper exploration of the cosmos and what was causing the tilt, um, which eventually leads to discovering Pluto. Um, but but even just that whole deeper conscious exploration forward on the universal standpoint, the innovation of industrial progression and all that, that's 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 a good precursor to all this uh, all this stuff uh, all this pluto shit. Aqu- i'll say it for all you. this shit uh pluto and aquarius um will expose what is rotten because uh, that's pluto and in our it, it'll expose it in our society as a whole and universal principles aquarius um so that we can build a better structure and infrastructure uh, for everyone here on earth especially with the whole pluto capricorn bringing all of those structures down uh in a sense uh, Pluto and Aquarius will initially expose what is no longer working in society, um, uh, our systems, uh, our routines, and, uh, and and multiple complex networks through the minds of humanity, though. Um, and like with any Pluto transit, it won't be pretty at first. 
But this process of a complete overhaul of the very fabric of society is very much needed and it will be totally worth the intrusive workings of the plutonic transformation. What The results uh, will be a more resilient, uh, autonomous society that can self-regulate and quickly adapt to circumstances with the emphasis on we and a focus on the power or powerlessness of the people. And that depends on us individually as well. Uh, so it's the individual that needs to, that needs to come to get, uh, to, to develop that. If you want to look at the access, which we'll talk about that of, of Leo, uh, and finding that in identity within ourselves and bringing it out forward with the groups, with the friends, with that, you know, that whole community humanitarian aspect as well. Um, other than that, I mean, I, you know, we, of course we're saying age of Aquarius, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a big definition for it. I think that's going to be a bigger definition than the Saturn Jupiter conjunction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's, yep. yeah, I agree. And as far as the characteristics of it does, like the, the, there's a behavior ranging from being extremely antisocial to following the crowd to, uh, rapidly defending tradition and, and having intrinsic, intrinsic feelings of being different or rebellious, um, there's obsession that could come compulsive thought patterns. Um, like I said before, innovation, uh, being unique or considered unique, uh, or creative as well, depending on the balance of that nature. Uh, and there's also a good, strong, vital, fr- uh, uh, you know, there's, it could also be as an individual, a good, strong, vital friend with deep involvement and, uh, loyalty or or seeking it and that could be good or bad which we'll get into and stuff but um yeah there's just that reform the seek and change in universal situations uh there's cycles of detachment with uh within cycles of intense focus upon uh you know a person's own own self um and of course potential for sudden and erratic behavior iconoclastic uh hard to really know or define correctly uh you know uh, more so of, of a person who's aloof, maybe even promiscuous, since we're dealing with a bunch of, you know, outer world and people and stuff. Um, and uh, there's definitely, I think, I think, der- you know, people may experience with Pluto and Aquarius, this vul- vulnerability to separation and feeling sorrow and even death, death of friends or loved ones. Um, and who knows? Maybe it's that uh, the the action action Jackson action, action Jackson action that Jackson that causes Nation. that as well, especially yeah. with weird you know scientific experiments and stuff like that. That's also an Aquarian thing. It's like weird, and especially with Pluto, it's like deep weird genetics too. DNA would also be considered, um, um, you know, a, an aspect of or Pluto. I'm sorry. Wait, what am I saying? Yeah, of Pluto. Yeah of even scorpionic uh but you know there can be that thing and who knows how that can turn out you know uh, you know you right knows how i feel about that and uh, i'll tell you guys too if you want to hear but uh, i think you could break that down a little bit yeah of course but unless just you'd to like them, to assess that at the moment uh, i mean maybe if it comes back up again right now I'd rather just move right, forward we'll leave it, it there kind of all right we'll leave yeah it there. exactly we'll leave it there and i'm sure i'm sure it'll come up more eventually but um if you need to know geo's number is two four five but uh yeah no i i, mm-hmm. I definitely can see and i know your your shit with that but more so too is like with 
the with the Pluto coming in and and with it's like funny with the symbolism of DNA. It's like come on, you can't see it. Like that we're being yeah. our DNA is being tampered. And but I think it goes deeper than that. I don't think it's just say the the five G the Axon Jackson Nation. Like I think our DNA is being transformed by frequency. And I that and, too. and I think there yeah. that's what I like. Everyone's always so quick to go to the conspiracy to go to the, the cabal. And yeah, okay, that stuff's there. We we get it. Like obviously, it's not getting us. Mm-hmm really far by knowing it like he's the fucking bad guy like he's the dude that mm-hmm. puts his finger in little kids buttholes and that that's the guy that drinks blood and adrenochrome okay all right we got mm-hmm. it so what do we do nothing because we don't have the proof but what, mm-hmm. what i love uh like the aspect of seeing it happen naturally like hey these things are happening on, on a universal level mm-hmm. uh through the symbolism like nature's talking to us mm-hmm. so like what if yeah, they're trying to shut that down maybe well, that could absolutely could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, the darkness is always working against the light, right? So, and, and mm-hmm. maybe with a lot of, because you know, a lot of those higher ups, they really do know this stuff that, you know, they have their yeah. secret societies, they, they worship certain things that relate to the planets. And, and, you know, I mean, God, man, if you're up in, you're one of the rich elite and you know this stuff, I mean, geez, of course you're going to do things to counteract so your power doesn't get taken away. You yeah. Know? So, I mean... I, I definitely could see that, but there always is a natural order or say a natural story on the other end. We could focus on the conspiracies. We could focus on the mm-hmm. bad people doing things, but okay, you go, oh d- yeah, the, the DNA is being altered and it could be because of the action mm-hmm. ja- jacksonation, the jabba dabba do. And, um, mm-hmm. but then there also shit in the air, well, food, it could, water, you know, we know that already, but right. But that's the thing that still relates to the more conspiracy based things kind of, mm-hmm. and they're, tr- I'm not saying they're not true. They are, but what people are missing and the beauty of the astrological knowledge once more, and probably a million more times is that the frequency belt, we we're going through a photon belt and this is proven that we're going through mm-hmm. a photon belt. Right. And, and, and the Schumann's resonance is, is flaring up and, you know, Gary has anxiety because of solar flares and, um, whatever else and like my teeth hurt because of it and shit like that i think that's really yeah, true I, I had i had extreme nausea and it was really heightened when you looked at the schumann resonance we were me and ray were talking about this i'm surprised but you know, i mean we're mentioning it now huh. but yeah. um i just weird nausea constantly i even had the same thing where rapid heartbeat you know this my the electrical circuits in my too. body yeah, fell off thing. yeah yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there, there you go. Let's like, these are, there are natural occurrences happening. Well, that's what uh, people are missing. And who knows, maybe mm-hmm. the people that put the conspiracies out there, maybe there is some counter or some um, controlled op- mm-hmm. opposition to get you to look at the darker story, not only because it helps it manifest because you're focusing on it, but you're missing the real story. And what, what could that be? Oh, well, you could say the sharp little dingy dingy is changing mm-hmm. DNA, which, okay, like and the food one, and, the and all that. That's my best one so far. I, saw, I like that one. I like the <laughs> sharp that little, one. What did you wait? What did you just say? Dingy, dingy, dingy. The um, sharp little dingy, dingy. Yeah, we'll keep it at that. Um, mm-hmm. But that could be yes, doing it. But what I want to get to, so I can get to this point here, because I don't want to lose yeah. it. Yeah, is, go, go. is that the photon belt, the sun, nature, the frequency of the earth could all be having an impact on our DNA. So when we say Pluto and Capricorn or Aquarius, and these things are affecting DNA because Pluto, okay, but there's something going on in nature. There's a, there's a raising of awareness, a consciousness mm-hmm. being uplifted, the veils being lifted. And um, I, I do think that, that when you look at a dark mm-hmm. story or a, a conspiracy, don't forget to look at the u- bigger universal picture that this thing is supposed to be happening on the stage anyway, and there's a good mm. side to it, and that something's yeah. working in our favor just as much as the dark, if not more, yeah. actually, than the dark. 
Exactly. So like there, there can be a, a, there is an evolution, a natural evolution in the, in this, in this way. And I don't care. Maybe you're a, a Darwinian person and stuff. So if you believe in Darwin oh, yeah, and, okay, and whatever pal. his, his concepts and everything, then fine, follow, fine. At least understand that there is natural evolution, I guess, and, and whatever way you want to believe in a him and stuff. You know like, what, but you know what Darwinism is? is evolution. Yeah. But Darwinism, all that is, is an excuse for the people that still put their finger in their butt and sniff it. And say, well, I'm from yeah. monkeys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then there's a, there's a whole lot that's Darwinian theory and stuff. And we could go, and he wasn't even freaking certain about his own thing. And he even mm. stressed about it. But what do you, no, he said what do you it. know? He yeah, said he did. This he is a it. theory, um, yeah. a hypothesis. It's not definite. And it can be easily broken, he said, too. And it, and um, it is, and it was. Yes, exactly. So, you know, we're, 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 we're seeing... Um, you know, collectively, this this we'll see. We will see uh, collectively uh, an empathetic, possible humanitarian nature, which can either create power within people or or make them feel it, or it can weaken them. And that's where the balance thing that we always say comes into play. Um, and you know, a person, you know, we can also have um, a, a a sense of deeper understanding of darker views, whether they're exposed or whether they're our own. Um, and there's just a, the, the, that great emphasis to humanitarian and freedom loving qualities and expression. Um, and like I said before, too, like there could come deep and or dark, unimaginable, uh, unimaginable innovations or scientific discoveries. And this is what I was saying to you earlier that I said I was going to pull out. I saw an article on Facebook um, and I, this is the second time I've seen the article is that they're trying to. Um, uh, how do you even say this? Rebirth, revive the woolly mammoth. Oh and it's, yeah. And I it's, mean, I caught and it's a glimpse high, of that, but yep. Yeah. And it's a high possibility. I would not be shocked. And maybe I'll say it here that during Pluto and Aquarius, that'll come about. Oh, that'll yeah. come about because that is weird scientific shit. Uh, and Pluton, Pluton, uh, yes, Plutonian where it's, we're talking about death and rebirth. There was a death of woolly mammoths and now we're trying to rebirth it and bring it back and everything. Keep that in mind, people. Yeah, that's an. Oh, you, so that's your. You heard it here you're, first. You're, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my. That's my predict. My prediction. Your first call out. Let's see if you're. Uh, yes. You know, one <laughs> for one. That one might take a little bit. You might. I mean, I think of a few more so yeah. you can get some some kudos. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm. You know, in, in that span of 20 years, I could wait <laughs> if I make it. <laughs> You'll make it. But uh, I think we'll make it. Yeah, but um, you know, we also can see whether it's individually or collectively a warring rebellion. Um. Uh, we already is seeing it kind of now, but who knows what 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 level that can be taken to at that at that point as well. Right, and then just just hidden universal knowledge of all things. There's an unveiling of shocking discoveries, hidden agendas showing. We're already seeing that now. Aliens as well. Um, that whole that whole thing, you know, whichever way you want to see it and stuff. There could just be more of a a coming about or understanding of it, or destruction of theories, um, and just. Uh, you know, just strong vital forces within friends and within groups, deep involvement or desire to be involved, feeling the wanting to be part of the group um, or, or even wanting to retract from it. But that can also lead to a more negative nature or it can lead to being able to go into, like I said before, the whole the whole more so the Leo archetype aspect of it. Just but you but to come back outward, that's that whole point of like wherever you're at, you got to figure out where you are on the on your own individual evolution. And are you moving outward right now? Okay, you need to learn what 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 to take, what to 
experience, what lessons you need to learn on the outward movement. And you got to remember to come back in, you know, or maybe you need to go back in. Maybe you went too far out and you got to come back in. But no matter what, it's a back and forth of of in and out of this of the center point. Um, Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, somebody with Pluto and Aquarius, maybe during that time, those people birth uh, that are maybe birthed, 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 birthed. They're Bertha, big Bertha, <laughs> that are, Bertha that are birthed during that time. Uh, eventually, may come to be very intuitive and, and an intelligent soul. Um, you know, really maybe bringing forth the rebellious, revolutionary uh, aspects, or even polyamorous. Um, it's and it's it's also Pluto and Aquarius would be very transformative occult views and studies. And once again, I feel like we're already we're already uh, bringing that shit to the surface a little bit and stuff with the collapse of the Capricornian structures. Um, and also somebody who had Pluto and Aquarius, you know, obviously we don't have that right now, but they could eventually be a pilot, a deep, uh, a deep diver researcher, a uh, submarine captain, deep earth excavator, even a computer hacker. Well, so those, yeah, I actually have a good way to things. put, give an example of what they're probably like. And I'm going to say, because mm-hmm. my North nodes in Aquarius, Sean has North node and Aquarius. I have North Node and Aquarius. I think, and not just for me or just having Aquarius, I think people with, say, a nodal position or someone who has a strong um, representation of the sign can give the signals, can harbor in. And I think even the souls that do have that North Node Aquarius, or say even you have the North Node in Capricorn, right? Like to perfect, like who knows? Now, you were born after me, right? And that could be a timeline thing where I'm bringing in and harboring in with other souls, the North Node Aquarius and having that Aquarian energy. And and you could start seeing what a a soul or someone who is focused in an Aquarian way to actually, you could see it in the person and their actions and stuff like that. How I'm about community, how I'm about, you know, mm-hmm. gathering things and I'm, I'm for the, the, the lower, you know, the guys lower on the scale, like, you know, someone who's not this rich celebrity and I want to have even just the average Joe get somewhere and become something and and we could be a, a whole that that is like say with you bringing in maybe that new capricorn once this one gets demolished so you're going to bring in the new capricornian energy so i what i was trying to say is the the nodal aspects of people and, and their mission in life and everything it could it harbors in those things so you could see it in even say an aquarius sun i guess but not really because I don't think, you know, I know a few and that they don't really give a good example, but God, where like I'm where the universe is, is pulling me to, to, to go is very, I could see it already that it's very Aquarian and I could be helping out that Pluto Aquarius. You know what I mean? Because think if you think right, it dude, it's so crazy how it lines. Yeah. I could, I could validate that though, because of the fact that it's like, okay, ready? We're Pluto. It's been Pluto Capricorn. I did, I was instilled with very Capricornian ways of viewing, viewing things with their, whether they're in my own life or just life in general about public life, all this stuff, career and everything. And you've seen my, my journey and my transformation, but I, I, I need to feel that a pull forward. And that's what well, I've been working on to build now. And that's a perfect way to put it because what I, and what it's exactly, it goes along with what my point is, is you're going to now because your sole mission is involved in such Capricornian things, it's a big focus for you. It's where you're, you're going to develop naturally. If you follow your soul journey, a new a Capricornian base to your life, you're going to be in that. And you're, that's where your soul's heading. So when the world and it's Capricornian ways have been 
mangled up and that doesn't exist anymore. It's going to be souls like you. And in your uh, little two-year age group of, uh, of Capricorn North Node to re, like, um, course correct that Capricorn energy, right? So now we're coming into Pluto Aquarius. Just as Pluto is coming into Aquarius, we're going to be those ones that help out that area. We're going to be, that's, and you see how it all lines up? You're talking about someone who's 31 years old, was born that long ago. And now when this time's coming in, when this planet's coming into the sign, it's, it plays out to the story. And then as soon as, you know, because we're leaving Pluto Capricorn, the shit's going to be destroyed with the way the Capricorn energy was, it's going to be people like you who, who would take, it's like, well, look, holy shit, we have no more structure. This shit's too Aquarian. The, uh, you know, all our old ways are gone and it's going to take your souls to actually come in. And I, I'm telling you, like, I'm, I've been trying to put it together and I will figure it out. It's a great, uh, no, it's, it's, it's great. That even, that was a new awareness for me. The story is being played out and it's like, what's your role in it? And so when you can use astrology like that to where, how through this conversation, we've realized that our traditions and everything Capricornian will be mangled up. And then you have in your personal individual chart, but being basically 30 years old, 30 years ago, you were born, but you're a soul from then that comes in now as this transit comes to play the purpose, to come in and fill in that void, to re, to course correct, everything like that. And I've always felt pulled to Aquarius. I mean, God, my, my bedroom up in Jersey, dude, that blue, that, that Aquarian blue, right? Like I've been, my, 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 one of my best CDs I've ever released as a musician was dark blue. And, uh, and then on top of that, my mom's an Aquarius, um, uh, like Aquarian energy always playing out in my life and, and pulling me towards that. And now I'm developing it. And now I'm going to be probably part of the story when it comes to harboring in and helping that Pluto Aquarius, Yeah, you know, rebirth. Exactly. No, I mean, I could definitely see that. Like, especially now take like we're, since we're talking about the nodes and you have North node Aquarius, I have North node Capricorn. I could see how as if. When the, when the proper steps are taken and the lessons are learned, um, how that new transformed Capricorn, North Node Capricorn and that new transformed North Node Aquarius, how when they come together, it's like the, the, the Aquarian, uh, um, you know, has the uh, ideals and the innovation uh, uh, process of it and the, the bringing together of the people and real going towards those freedom loving humanitarian qualities and expression and stuff and really in a new way and then having the capricorn the new transformed capricorn also coming together and together they're building that structure they're building they're they're building that that new way of 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 putting it in place now they're now they're making the form of it and that sets up a whole a whole way of 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 being in society and reality it really does have to do with this big old story playing out and it's beautiful to realize it's beautiful to see and i mean for you right you hear that you understood it and you said oh i have this you know things were an the questions were answered that you maybe not even known that were there or that you had without knowing and so now not only does it answer questions but all of a sudden it adds on to your mission like it adds to a mission like now you want to go do it because now you feel like you have purpose and um and I've, I've felt like that for a long time. Now, I, I couldn't put it into words when I was younger because one, I didn't really know astrology well. And two, I did have that Aquarian thing going on, but I didn't see what I was doing to be realistic or that I thought I was too nice or that I thought I was, um, you know, I was constantly told to stop worrying about other people. And to an extent, of course, I mean, until I get bigger in what I'm doing, 
there is this like I have to be a little Leo like and, and build myself up, but it is to give back that Aquarian uh, gift to people. So I was always like that. And so like you're so underneath the surface, you feel a way you have questions, you want answers. And then something comes up like that. And then all of a sudden now your mission's gr- it's, it's, it's grown. It's it. You have more and you even have more motivation. I get it. I get more motivation just from something silly and little like that, which isn't so silly. Yeah, exactly. It just, it helps. It just helps you along the way. So, you know, once again, stress and don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on this shit. But, um, so, uh, yeah. So moving forward, even with, um, you know, with, we're, we're talking Pluto and Aquarius, um, there's emotional responses, uh, and, uh, of, and desires that'll come from this as well. Um, and there's a lot to learn from it. So, you know, we, those Pluto and Aquarius, um, those people will have been learning and desiring to break free from crystallized and outmoded forms of self-identification, um, as reflected through the, the, the composite effect of society, parents, friends, groups, or anything else, uh, by which the person was influenced in their early years. Um, so there's an evolutionary intent to shed the skins of the past. Pluto and Aquarius will help you find your true power. Um, not, and not a power that seeks to control or take advantage of or, and win, uh, but a power that seeks to express one's truth in a way that serves the best interest of humanity at large, like we were just saying. And it's the Aquarian revolution. It doesn't have to be like revolution the way we think about it, but it can be. But it's the Aquarian revolution uh, that will eventually democratize our society. Pluto and Aquarius is that freedom we can only find when we take responsibility for our lives uh, and become fully autonomous. It's the involvement through unpredictability as well and leaving behind everything that constitutes the past, this life or past lives. Uh, it's liberating uh, it's 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 the liberation from past um, that have that we've learned uh, of who we essentially are beyond uh, cumulative influence of cultural association, par- uh, parental input, or anything that we've been taught or led to believe, and it leads to the need to reject any situation that's arbitrary uh, that arbitrarily defines uh, ourselves. And how to be or how to act. Uh, so you know there there is there's that sense of the rebelling uh, and and the needing to learn to deflect external limits or definitions that don't resonate to what we we felt uh, what we felt that we are or or what we're trying to become. And um, I'd like to say it like this too. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, with Pluto and what you're talking about, you remember Pluto, we, we, I don't think we've put it this way yet, but it, you know, Pluto wants you to get stronger and to put up a fight, right? Mm-hmm. But it also wants you to know when to call it quits. Yeah. And, and, and to check your ego. Right. So his role is to keep the engine of the universe going uh, by eliminating what can no longer sustain in life. You know, if something's mm-hmm. rotten, Pluto will eliminate it and it will leave healthy space mm-hmm. for it to grow. So all of these things you're, you're saying, it's mm-hmm. you can you could if you combine that, you know, like say at a personal level, Pluto is going to help you eliminate what's no longer working in your life. And, and helping you build resilience and true personal power. You know, a personal power based yeah. on more of a deep understanding of yourself and the world around you. Now, at a society level, Pluto will eliminate what's corrupted and rotten so that the society can grow stronger and be more equipped to withstand difficult conditions. Uh, duh. And Pluto cap going into Aquarius. You can see it. And so, 
If you combine that with with the Aquarius energy, uh, we, I must state, because I've done it for every sign, and now my Virgo says, say it, say it. It's an air sign. It's a fixed air sign, right? And uh, we know that air signs are concerned with communication and the intellect. And I'm a Gemini, right? So Gemini is that internal communication, right? So like I could like be talking here and then my Mm -hmm. twins like at the corner of the room looking at me talk and analyzing every little movement I'm doing with my hands or whatever. And that's really, it's how it works. It's fucking insanity. Um, And I can't help (laughs) it. And then we have the Libra, which is is actually the one-on-one communication. Those are the other two air signs. Now Mm -hmm. we take Aquarius. It's a collective sign. So it rules one to many and many to many communication. And that's why the internet, social media, they're all ruled by Aquarius. And uh, Aquarius wants to bring the light of knowledge to as many people as possible. North Node Aquarius. Um, mm. Communication is also not the only, is not only verbal communication, but in general, the, it's the distribution of thoughts, words, energy, people, resources. And it's, uh, it's interesting that even in the human body, Aquarius rules the circulatory system. So it makes sure that information, resources, energy gets distributed and shared where they need. So it's, you know, it's, and it's so nuts how you, when you think about Facebook, God, it's even blue, like Aquarius, like it's, it's plays out in society. And, and, and when you know this stuff, you see it for what it is. So Aquarius also rules friends and groups of people, uh, organizations, committees, infrastructures, and councils are all Aquarian. Now, when I say infrastructure, we said Saturn rules structure. But Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius. Aquarius is infrastructure. So um, things like marketplaces from the small farmer markets to Amazon, the stock exchange, um, uh, the largest marketplace in the world, it, it's both sides. They're, both, they're all Aquarius. So because Aquarius rules these groups of people and society, uh, uh, we say that Aquarius rules society as a whole. So it is the society itself. And society mm. is the sum of every individual, plus all the multiple interactions between these people. It's uh, very complex, and so is Aquarius. I don't know if anyone, obviously, I think everyone out there knows an Aquarius, and we know how they are. My mother is one, and extremely, extremely complex <laughs> and hard to understand, and I don't think I'll ever understand her. But, um, so yeah, I, I mean, yeah. you could you can see what to expect, and I would say, for me, what my main focus is, is community. And obviously, because of the story playing out from Capricorn going into this sign, is that the old organizations, the corporate organizations, the things created by the, the, the system and the, and the power, the things that have held power over us, they're going to be the things that die out. And the way the story plays in is this Aquarius comes in and it creates, organ- like, now we're going to have groups of people again. We're going to have organizations, but it's going to be... Not, it's it's not going to be the suits and ties anymore. It's going to be whatever yeah. you are. You will find your group. That's what's coming. But and it sucks because we do. It's weird that life had created this way and that we have to go through some death process. We have to go through some mm-hmm. pain and it sucks. But it will be less painful if you just accept it for what it is and and and, mm-hmm. and accept it. Just accept the truth. Like we, I'm yeah. telling you, humans are smart enough to know what the truth is right now. I don't care who you are mm-hmm. listening right now, whoever you voted for, whoever. Mm-hmm. Whatever religion, you know the truth. So, and the Aquarius is you truth. Can. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially for the people that are, are going to end up being the ones who have 
um, Pluto in Aquarius, you know, when they get to a certain point in their lives and as they're going along the li- uh, their lives, you know, they're going to learn, they're going to, they, they might have, they'll, they'll start to learn and this will reflect out in society and, and, and humanity as a whole, but they'll learn how to remove themselves and pull away from, from, from mainstream society and to resist conditioning and, and, or being defined by customs of society. Um, and, and why I'm saying that for future references, obviously nobody has this Pluto and Aquarius, but because there's something to learn and I'll get to that, but, um, you know, they'll learn to view themselves and their power or powerlessness in a way beyond the confines of space and time and develop objectivity and detachment. Now you could go too far with detachment, but there's a reason to have some sort of detachment. And a prime example of it is what Ray says all the time as well, is that sometimes you, when you detach yourself from this, uh, uh, or like an emotional detachment from some sort of expectation of an outcome or something like that, you eliminate, uh, projecting, uh, some sort of way that something needs to be and, and, and don't set yourself up for disappointment. And you also are better able to adapt in that way. That's why I say why I'm, why I'm bringing this up about, even though we don't have that generation yet, it's something to still for us to learn in the Aquarian way, no matter what we may have Aquarius somewhere in our chart, but no matter what it makes up the whole, you know, and it's, it's, it's a culmination uh, of the astrology. Um, and it's Aquarius ruled by astrology as well. So, um, like astrology is ruled by Aquarius. Said that they're all. Yeah, you're fine. Um, I, I understood. I'm yeah. pretty sure they would have understood. So, yeah. If you didn't, then didn't well, get then you're just being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and these people may also uh, be the ones that stand on the sidelines of human activity, viewing themselves and others from afar. Well, that I could vouch. Th- uh, I think mm-hmm. if you have that, yeah, with North Node, I, because that feels right now, like. Mm-hmm you know family time and mm-hmm. you know my, even my dad's side of the family very like oh my mm-hmm. grandfather was this big jazz musician and we're we're these well-known musicians and whatever that leo like the family and uh, whatever yeah. and it's like my no my god my soul has always pulled me towards detach go you know you yeah. don't hate anybody you love people you want to you love family it's a, but there's always this like no but i belong mm-hmm. in that detached state and like there yeah, that's my point like you see like i'm even There's already playing an example mm-hmm. by being who yeah. i am and i am who i am not because i'm mm-hmm. i have some trauma and emotional issues i love who i am and love what i do and that detached mm-hmm. state is where i feel at home so it's very yeah. aquarian absolutely and like that i mean same thing goes for me i mean i have saturn in aquarius like this is what i'm saying if mm-hmm. i like this applies to all in a in a sort of sense in your own and, unique and way something right that, we can, yes, in your own unique way and something that we can learn from it. Um, and it's, you know, like for me, I have Saturn in Aquarius, also my black moon Lilith in, in Aquarius. And I could see how that shows up for me as well. The need to, uh, you know, to, to also detach from, from some sort of constriction of, 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 of the, of the reality in time and space and to be able to further observe things on a more me with sun and ninth house, uh, type of way of, 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 of seeing life of seeing at, you know, on that metaphysical or psych, uh, uh, philosophical standpoint uh when i have that removal and stuff or even even just the certain feminine aspects or dealing with the feminine as well um or within the feminine of myself um it's 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 those types of things so that's why there's a need to still understand this whether you are you're not pluto and aquarius but um 
for future references uh, of, of what to expect because a lot of, we will be alive during that, uh, most of us. But um, well, they, yeah, yeah the so people, people have to realize, though, it's like it's not about just being the sign. It's the fact that when we go through a transit, we're experiencing that. So it doesn't matter yeah. what you are. It's the fact that mm-hmm. if we are going through a transit, that you must know it not because you're just you're not going to study. You're not studying what you, you are in your chart with that placement. And you're understanding where the world is, you know. It's, yes, that's that's exactly. why you would need to know and understand it still and that to not mm-hmm. be like, oh, oh I, I know it's community and I know it's the future. I know yeah. it's science and OK, I got it. It's like, well, no, 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 no. Yeah. There's a navigation system to this. Yeah. And it's just like going, you know, being like, oh, I'm just going to look at my sun sign. Like, no, it's not about no. that. But um, but yeah, so so, you know, having that stand from the sidelines, looking at human activity and, and you know, go, looking at shit from afar, you know, this disconnects the the tie to forms of national or cultural identity which can be useful and it's it's learned you know you're learning to sever attachment that prevents growth and freedom to explore new ways of discovery of yourself and to be able to pinpoint those elements within yourself that are no longer useful whether they're emotional patterns desires ways of interpreting inner and outer reality look I you know even what I just said with my Saturn um, and ways of relating to others and society this can lend a hand to um, the loss of identity or feelings of purpose and what it can do is in turn uh, have um, you know, give you a certain sense of hostility towards society, others, or yourself. Or what it can do is it can it can change uh, it can change your understanding of society in a way, and even just your role of what what you're supposed to you know what you're supposed to do within yourself and whatever and stuff. And also have acceptance of not feeling so much like an outcast at times, which can happen with Aquarian energy. Um, you know, a prime example of doing all that. What I just said was like um, was like when you're baking a pie. You know, you can change the flavor of a pie by changing or eliminating some ingredients, but ultimately uh, you're, you're trying to make a pie <laughs> and mm. certain ingredients are necessary in order for it to be constituted as a fucking pie. So it's like, obviously you can't remove all things and stuff and, you know, you could try to change those things as well, but there needs to be the, there, there needs to be an overall structure there as well. Um, but there is um, for the Pluto Aquarius people um, and just, the Aquarian in general, there's an innovative capacity with inner need to explore new approaches to personal discovery. And it can be, uh, you know, it can be seen as a reject or threatening to others because the innovative ideas threatens uh, uh, traditions or beliefs or something. Um, and, and I could see that, these, man. These, that I could see. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying genius or whatever, but even my creativity with music was very outside the lines. And a lot of people would mm. question that you're going to really mix like some yeah. lighter stuff with the screamy stuff and you're going to put death metal in with the jazz break and whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be fucking genius. You watch. Mm-hmm. And exactly. And then people are like threatened by that in some sort of subconscious way or something or whatever, or egotistical, who right. knows? Yep. Um, That's very right. And, and this is also the same people that can have problems with authority and, and rebel. And they could be considered radical because innovative ways are actually just ahead of their time. Fuck the Pope. Uh, or, Fuck the Pope. Yeah. Or revolutionary to mainstream society beliefs, laws, and customs. And it can create new beliefs. Uh, you know, they can create new beliefs, customs, uh, new taboos and norms, and this can cause them to be classed by society as bizarre, radical, revolutionary, different, weird, or disruptive. Um, and but but ultimately, they're 
they're innovative when borrowing uh, or even aligning themselves with traditions or customs from one culture to another. But yeah, they synthesize them with another and or of or of their own social, political, spiritual, philosophical, metaphysical, whatever music uh, type concepts. Yes, exactly. And it's that innovation there that you see and it's bringing about new ideas. And a lot of people may not like those mixing. And even the whole thing of like now with, uh, you know, personal choice of my body, my choice. And like even just that whole mixing of being like politics should my be body, my pussy. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> my my penis, you know, my pussy. A, that's what it's that's that's what it is now <laughs> yeah but it but it's that that crossing over that mixing of like not being oh oh religion shouldn't be in politics and politics shouldn't be in you know women's choice or whatever the fuck it may be it's like yeah. but but they need to learn to cooperate they both exist do they not they need to learn to cooperate so in turn they there does need to be some sort of exchange there. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be naive to think eh, you, you can't, but yeah, there, don't get me wrong. There's certain things that it's, it's going to be, you know, uh, exchange at a sideline view. So, you know, that's, that's just an example though, but what, you know, let me, let me throw this in there. Cause this is, this is uh-huh. what comes to mind. Here. Oh, something's grinding your gears. doesn't grind my gears, but it's something that people need to understand. That every race, every ethnicity, every orientation has been fucking crucified and made fun of and destroyed and whatever. So if you're going to start a movement and you're going to start a new type of being, a human being, a new type of thing to be a part of, uh, we all went through it. Expect it. So to be overly sensitive, I really would love to eliminate the oversensitivity. So like to give someone else more rights than the other because of this and because of that. It's like, uh, I mean, God, I, I, I'm so over the like, oh, I, this is the dark side of Aquarius. Like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. in this group. I get more rights than you. Uh, I was treated bad, whatever. It's like, I didn't treat you bad. Fuck. The fact that that, that the fact that that's not even being seen by say, maybe some of those groups of those people. They're right. Not well, they don't. Seen. The okay. fact that, that, that's what, that's what you're doing. You're perpetuating that yes. whole thing. You don't think you're, you're, you're screaming for some sort of equality and stuff. And it's like, there's a difference between equality and equity. You know, that's our, is that what I was thinking? It's, I, it's, I, the, it's I, another E word. I just feel like I just know what you mean. So. I just want to make sure I got that right, but whatever. I mean, it'll come to me maybe, but I'm pretty sure that's it. It's it, it, it there is equity is it equity? Um, it's but but it's another e word just like that. Um, Correction. But but that's the thing. It's like basically um, ready. So you have a tall guy, uh, a, a, a little bit shorter guy, and then a real short guy, and they're all trying to look over the fence, right? It, um, what equality would be is I believe that equality would be um, um, all giving them the same thing to stand on to see over the fence. Now you give the guy three crates to stand on. I'm talking crates. Cause that whole fucking trend that happened is so stupid. That's not why I said it. But anyway, you give them three, you give each of them three traits, to, uh, three crates to stand on and you give it to the tall guy. He's going to be way more above the fence. You right. Give I it get to it. So the equity, kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's so like a equity, compensation for yes. the, like, you know, don't just say yes. equal. Like you all get the, no, exactly. Like, uh, That's you know the what whole a good point. way to put it is if like if you were saying money, like how the rich would get the mm-hmm. same percentage back as the poor. You yeah. know, or like it, as something like that. Like it's like you're yeah. gonna give the rich guy the same percentage back when he has way more money than this guy mm-hmm. and this guy got all these taxes taken out. 
Or like, you know, I get it. I, right. I absolutely yeah, get exactly. it. Exactly. So it's like the tall guy would get nothing to stand on because he could already see over the fence. The middle guy would maybe get uh, one crate so that he could see over the fence. And then the shorter guy would get two crates so he could see over the fence. And they're this way. They all have the same level of height, mm-hmm. uh, the same height of of perception as well gotcha. so that that's that's really you know what what i don't understand is that they don't see how what they're doing is perpetuating even more division more uneven yeah, they it's projection uh, 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 in society it's projection. yeah so it absolutely exactly is. What it is and i i you know yes. thank, thank you uh, that's a good point uh, thank you uncle ken uncle ken had this whole video on on projection ken. and he's saying you know like people will project out what it is they're fighting uh, and I believe that. I mean, if you wanted to think on frequency level, it's like if you're constantly, th- if you even though you w- don't want the division, but you're fighting for it. By fighting for it, is you're just swinging the pendulum and you're causing more of it. And it's like it's, it's mm-hmm. ironic. You, it's like you perpetuate it and, and become what it is you hate the most. It's like the bully. It's like the bullied kid becoming the bully. You know, it's the same yeah. exact thing. And it's like, all right, you 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 missed the point. And it's but this is actually Aquarian topics. This is exactly mm-hmm. it. Communities, groups you know, uh, the, the collective and how it comes together. So these are the things that you could look forward to. This is what we're going to have to deal with. You think it's going away even after CV's no. gone? No, <laughs> this is will become more of a focus. Everything that's happened during this extended period of getting fucked um, and, and being, you know, treated the way we are is like once life comes back to at least somewhat of this normalcy where it's like you're not wearing a fucking, you know, a shit rag on your face and you're not, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, sticking yourself the, the, with the, fucking the, GMOs. The, the diggity diggity. What did I call it before? The uh, I do all the, the the. Wow, I forgot. Uh, sharpity. Uh, no, sharp, some of the D. Yeah. The dink, dicky, dinky, dig. The, the, ding, di- the dingy. The, I don't know. Okay, well, but sharp dingling, all that, all that stuff is going to come back, and then everything also that mm. happened with race and happened with this and what happened with politics. It's all going. That's going to be. It's what we're looking forward to, and it's like in the Aquarian yeah. Pluto era we're gonna have to deal with the death and the destruction of that now so expect things probably to get more segregated and probably get more ridiculous and that's Mm -hmm. just what it is but if you know now now you are prepared to understand what aquarius is what pluto is what how the story is playing out is very important i wanted to add too because i i picked this up before that um I had said that Aquarius has two ruling planets. Saturn is the traditional and Uranus is the modern ruler. Saturn gives Aquarius an interest in policymaking and a focus on building solid foundations for the future. Remember, Saturn or Capricorn is the past. If the cardinal sign of Capricorn, the other Saturn ruled sign, represents the executive power, the president, the prime minister, or the CEO, Aquarius is the Congress, the, super, the supervisory boards, the unions, and all other entities where people get elected to represent a large group of people and quality control um, the executive power, right? So Aquarius being ruled by Uranus, which gives the Aquarius the drive to continuously challenge the status quo, make changes and innovate. And Uranus being the planet of the sky, being, being, you know, for the, for humanity, for, for something that's over all of humanity, watching over all of us. sounds like God, don't it? Right. Um, and and it's funny because Saturn, the heavenly, yeah, the the heaven, the heavenly planet, heavenly, heavenly father. Yeah. So Aquarius being connected to all those sky related topics, we got broadbands, air transportation, astronomy, astrology, electricity, Reiki, intergalactic communication, artificial intelligence. All of these things is what we get to look forward to, but not not the airy fairy, get ready, it's going to be a great ride. It's more so as, yeah. okay, wh- how are we going to be able to transmute 
and integrate all of these things into society. But what, what is it in the old way that we have to eliminate to get that? And that's where we're at. That's where we're at in the story. And it's like to, to get to, just get to the point and learn what yeah. is wrong with what we're doing. It's like kind of like the quirky you accept the problem, the quirky you can solve it, right? Yeah, and the, that's the reason why we constantly are saying about the fact that no one or no thing is coming to save you. Um, the only thing that's going to quote unquote save you um, is 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 yourself and your connection to source, the source that drives you, the source energy that 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 really is the initiation of why we're even here. Um, so, I mean, and just the last thing that I want to say about the whole Pluto Aquarius thing is, is just that there's a, a, um, you know, for those Pluto Aquarius people, you know, there's, they'll, you know, or even just the times, uh, there's a sense of dropping out of systems and institutions and, you know, there's a, a becoming of, you know, seeming anti, anti-social because there's a sense of loss of meaning in the role they play in society because just, you know, society has to go through its own evolution and then uh, somebody who can, uh, you know, somebody who will have Pluto and Aquarius uh, more personally, they can be considered maybe an outlaw, hippie, subversive, um, uh, and the more negative things they can be vindictive and attempt to destroy or bring down people, groups, or old systems. So, yeah, well, and there's a, mm-hmm. uh, the, for me the right. Well, there's the polarity, and that's a good point. Is to throw in that like there mm-hmm. could be that dark side, and that but us bringing up those groups and taking advantage and not you know projecting out and causing more issues with what that aquarium like if they handled that the right way and they allowed it to be as is and not take advantage or at least like and a lot of them probably are unconscious of what they're doing, so it's not like it's like they're a lot of them are choosing their it's 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 unconscious so. My last little spiel with this is, and, and I and this now I'm, I'm going to read something I found, and I, I, I fascinating because it's another analogy, and and really this is I, I stick by this because it's funny I used the Aladdin uh, metaphor before, and you, you could think of Jafar right as like the bad Capricorn, you know, like the evil guy who wants to control and, and whatever, but with this Aquarian thing, and my, one of my favorite analogies is this whole top to bottom, right? So if a country or a business is ruled by a king or an owner, all the decisions and everything that happens is pretty much one direction, top to bottom. Now, Aquarius is not top down. It's also bottom up, left to right, right to left, and everything in between, right? So the Pluto, I like the Pluto power that comes from it, 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 within Capricorn, the state, government, big institutions were in charge and had all the power. Pluto and Capricorn is that big father that gives directives, but also looks at their children. With Pluto and Aquarius, there's no more big father. With Pluto and Aquarius, we will have to, by choice or by force, either one, stop relying on Capricorn, top-down systems, or parental figures. In Aquarius, we the people have the power with opportunities and obligations that come with it. And it's funny because I'm writing, rewriting an album called We the People. How, how funny. Um, huh. So yeah, so with Pluto and Aquarius, Aquarius rules all the systems. It rules routes and multiple complex networks and infrastructure. And since we're in the process of migrating into this new age of Aquarius, we have already noticed Aquarius archetypes embedding themselves into all aspects of our lives. Our decisions are driven more and uh, from the bottom up. We no longer... Uh, uh, we we are no longer uh, you know worried about vacation packages and ourselves and and the success and whatever that's slowly dripping away. We could see that. I mean, like God, if mm-hmm. if you're still like I don't, you're living in 
go to fucking Epstein Island then with the rest of the sickos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we, you know, we, we were now more concerned about each other. We're concerned about making mm-hmm. things right. It's, it's about, it's about humanity yeah. and all the big companies that have become successful in the last few decades. They actually have a, Aquarius qualities. Remember I mentioned like Facebook, right? Even Amazon. Yeah. Like yeah. all of these things do have that connecting the world through some sort of way. But if we try and make everything an absolute conspiracy, if we try and say that there's mm-hmm. this dark ball constantly and all that, when yet it could be the astrological story being played out, and it just happens to yeah. be the way that we it needs to play out. And who knows, man? Maybe mm-hmm. God or the universe gives certain people a little nudge to be a certain way, and just in their heart they feel that and they act things out because they're being influenced mm-hmm. by the energy of the matrix, by the energy of the story of the sky of here mm-hmm. of god's kingdom whatever you want to call it so mm-hmm. so yeah and so, they could be the, and they could be the, they could be the spark and just the one last thing because you, you said it and just an overall i guess you could say with along with what you said is that you know to get that outward sort of direction within you know society especially in the aquarian age or just that aquarius energy and stuff you know we said a little bit about it before but it's going back to what we can pull from the polarity of it is just straight up having that courage of, of finding and looking at things when you detach and, and going back to self in that way. Maybe if you're already so much in the outer world or you're just a loner or something in that way, but being able to come into, uh, having the, the, the courage to ha- find your inner identity of yourself as the individual and what you can bring to the collective as well. And the thing that you, you know, coming into bringing the collective is, is it rooted and based is, is it, is it rooted and based in love? You know, overall love, not like love. I want to smooch your fucking face or any, you know, that, yeah, maybe with relationships or something like that, but not the point. It's coming from a place of love and compassion and, and not just for other people, but other things and for your own self. For the group too. I mean, I think the, the it's for the group ultimately. Always, always for the group, and I, I just it's an emphasis. And when we repeat something a hundred times, it's because we really mean it. So, and I, I'm going to cap mine off with this, and I saved this for this. Uh, Pluto is, is in this sign power to the people. And perhaps you might rejoice when thinking something along the lines of that. It's like, great, no more power to the government, corrupt politicians or greedy businesses. Finally, power to me. Um, but saying that is a bit ironic when we think of it this way, because power to the people doesn't mean power to you or to me or to any other individual. It means that we get to, it doesn't mean that we get to do whatever we want. It actually means power to the people, and it's to that autonomous entity where the majority decides. This means that on average, half of the time, this is not what you want, it's what the majority wants. And this concept is very difficult to grasp, because when, when you're hearing this, you still might think, yes, of course, and what I want is what the people want. It's like, I want equality, I want peace, justice, etc. And of course, that is what a lot of people or not most people want, right? But the thought that that power to the people is not necessarily a good thing for you as an individual might be almost impossible to grasp. It's, you don't want to think of it that way. But it's something to keep in mind as this Plutonian aquarification begins to unfold. It's something that, you know, if you want things to be the way that you would like them to be, it's a matter of taking action and trying to influence others. If you want this world to become something that you want it to be, if you want to influence it, it it takes you to do that. It takes you and finding your community and the people that you want to share that with who have the same ideals and the same mindsets, and that's the Aquarius mission, you know? So it can Mm -hmm. become that. You know, I say those things because 
It's just to keep it in mind that, that, that remember the power always gets distributed. If it's not here, it will be here. And then when you have a majority of people, Aquarius ruling humanity, the majority being just us humans, it's going to be what the most of the people want. So, you know, get, get on social media, get on, do something, but, but start building a community and start building, uh, your, your own group of, of a collective mind. So you can mm. do your best to truly influence the rest of the world and to get it to, 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 to be this, you know, to shape into the place mm. that you want it to be. And I know that I have a very good idea of what I'd want this place to be. And it's not a selfish one. And it's not something where I want to control people. And who knows what's out mm-hmm. there with how many humans there, there are that exist out there. But, Truly, it's um, it, it's going to be up to us, and that's the point. The yeah. power to the people, but remember, it's power to the people. Hell yeah, hey man, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, maybe make your roundabouts to the other to the other air signs, and you know, uh, kind of seeing how you could culminate those together and bring bring that uh that trinity together as far as that. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I think that nails that on the head completely and is a great understanding of that, even for future generations, what to expect with, 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 with them as they move forward in life and just kind of sets up the overall reality. Um, but with going into Pluto and Pisces, um, yeah, of course, there's certain themes and stuff that, you know, will many of us will experience as well. Um, you know, as far as, you know, people that will have Pluto and Pisces, it could be some of maybe our grandkids, possibly depending on your age and then also great grandkids and then so on. So it is interesting to see to go into Pluto and Pisces just because it kind of gives a sense of like. Uh, more so of like an insight into the future, I feel like, of of possibly seeing where society and the world can go. And, and, and with that type of insight and that type of awareness, it can bring us back to being able to be like, okay, what are we doing? What are we setting up our, our, um, the, the, uh, not ancestors, um, our, the, our, our predecessors or, um, uh, you know, just our, our, our lineage, what are we setting them up for? Uh, so with Pluto and Pisces, like those will be individual, like individuals who have, um, uh, who have had the prior evolutionary intent or desire to align themselves with some type of transcendental belief system in order to realize the unity of all of creation. And this goes very much along with even the Aquarius stuff because it's like the Aquarius is the setup for this, and you can see how it happens in this cyclical nature. So that's the reason why I'm like, yeah, let's let's go let's go there, even though nobody's <laughs> Pluto and Pisces. Um, but and and it also gets to see to be able to see or experience their own individuality as an extension of the source of creation. In, in in doing this, they can spiritualize or all, uh, all these aspects of their lives. In general, the 12th house, uh, I mean, in general, well, yeah, but in general, uh, Pisces are the composite of all the other houses, all the other signs and all the other planets. It is the archetype that describes the totality of life and reality in this and in the other planes of existence. So simultaneously, it is also the archetype in which the source of all that constitutes life and reality is sensed and must be consciously developed and realized by the individuals or by the collective at that point. Um, so some of the characteristics, I guess you could say, of the, the Pluto Pisces people would be deeply private uh, or deeply sensitive, take things to heart, uh, 
be very shy at the core level. Um, uh, also be, they may not be what they seem to be as interpreted, uh, in other people's eyes. Uh, it can be ultra, ultra emotional. And although you may not know it, it can be extremely giving in a silent kind of way. Uh, many deep and unresolved fears. Uh, they can have an aura of dreaminess, powerful dreams, or never having dreams because of exhaustion, but a very powerful imagination. Um, they also have natural psychic powers, uh, potentially, um, having secrets or be having to do with secrets, uh, sorrows, self undoing, like real, you know, karma, disappointments, accidents, trouble, self defeat and sacrifice. You know, these could be the martyrs. Um, they may have, uh, hidden supports and limits, uh, that can, that can come about unseen, you know, it's very much so about unseen forces, uh, secret enemies, escapism, deeper, darker workings of, of even hospitals, asylums and prisons. You know, there, I think during that time of, you know, we'll see more so of that come farther into light. We already kind of do, like we've kind of made the acknowledgement of even just the, the capitalistic prison system and stuff. So who knows what the turn of events will be during that time uh, of Pluto and Pisces when it comes to those, those, those parts of society and those systems. Um, so it's a comprehensive, uh, uh, comprehending the deeper meaning of life, knowledge, hidden truths, death, rebirth, and afterlife. It's just more of in that more spiritual, mystical type of way. Um, uh, it's the transformative completion of all things, um, evolving to a higher consciousness, uh, spiritually, emotionally, metaphysically, religiously. And like I said before, mystically, um, and destruction, it could be destructive, uh, or transformative in an, uh, with addiction, compulsive habits or behaviors. Um, so, you know, just at, do you have anything for? Yeah, no, I had a bunch. Yeah. I mean, I did have a bunch. I was just, you know, I, mm-hmm. I figured, well, it's cool that you actually, because now that I, now I think about it, it really is because it, it's by it being the last sign, it's a culmination, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's about taking everything we've just experienced through this cycle. And I mean, God, yeah. I have Pluto in the house of Pisces, so it really is kind of relevant at yeah. the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. And that's um, and that's one thing we should note for everybody too is that you know this is also relevant to yeah. yes, of course, individuals, individuals will have it. Um, the, um, the overall themes that we'll see during that time as well, but also certain parts of our chart, whatever's 12th house is, whatever we have that's Pisces too and stuff as well, but Mm -hmm. seeing it from the Pluto standpoint. And we already know that it's a death and rebirth process and, and, Mm -hmm. and to influence the collective and all that. And so with Pisces, it would be that, that, that these people would explore and adjust to the feelings of others around them, uh, offering advice, information, sympathy, whatever is appropriately needed, as long as they're in their, their own, as long as they're, they've, they've, you know, uh, they're in their power with it, you know, because Pisces, Pisces is going to rule compassion and the collective unconscious itself so right so if you're if you're saying where's the power coming from in a pluto transit with pisces it's actually coming through compassion it's it's Mm -hmm. finding uh it's like finding a spot or like for another person but on a metaphysical level it's not an aquarian thing where we're just you know we're going to start a club this is on a spiritual level it's 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 the it's the um 
I'm trying to say the the spiritual family. It's not about the family of oh who who do I share my time with on this plane and, uh, of this existence and who who do I think alike and who has the same ideals. It's like with with a Pisces transit, it's always about the actual collective, not your mini Aquarian collectives. It's about everybody and everything. So uh, th- these these people are going to want to make their dreams become more like a reality. There's going to be poets, hmm. storytellers. Uh, some of these people uh, really will be living purely in illusions, um, you know, and that could be the negative side of it all. But when it comes down to it, when we reach that point, we, we've already created our groups. We've created the collective. We, we've worked out the Aquarian ideals. Now it's becoming, it's, I, don't, I would hate to say it's going to be some sort of hippie-ish time, but I would say actually more mm. so it's, it's really coming together, coming together as a spiritual family where I think in the next 20 yeah. some years or whatever, it's going to be a lot about your mini collectives, right? But then I think the whole mm. world's going to come together in the in the, in the in, more of a set, in the, right? In the Pluto Pisces era, completion. it's going to be where the whole world, where everybody and every country find a way to realize that mm-hmm. we're all one big family. Yeah, um, and then eventually that'll be changed and uprooted way down the road as well. It'll cycle. go through the cycle again. Uh, yeah, yeah. It never ends. So, and and if you believe mm-hmm. in reincarnation, uh, and this uh, the way that I'm assuming right now that the way it works is how you've whatever you've done in this lifetime however good you've done at your chart it's kind of like a homework assignment however good you are that you don't have to repeat something again that you've passed the test you come back and you come with less weight and the more that you come back the mm-hmm. more you take care of your, sh- your your shit um your spiritual shit and uh <laughs> you you ss right and and but dude, that's now you get to come back and that's that i think heaven ends up being here but you come back at a mm. heavenly time I think that's what it is. Like you can only come back to the time where the the earth is is vibrating at the frequency you resonate at. So if you come in this lifetime and take care of all your shit and lose all your weight mm-hmm. and all your trauma spiritually and then you 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 awaken to yourself and remember who you are, you're going to return back at the time that the frequency of the earth matches the frequency of your soul. And man, wow, that mm-hmm. is poetic and thinking of it as I, yeah. as I talk, um, which is awesome because I do, I really, that's talk about flow state. But Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to add on is so those of us who are seeking the the sweeping political change uh, should be really mindful that I think around that time is when the political game when all of this stuff truly you know is finally settled and so don't yeah. expect things to just become so Piscean dreamy uh, mm-hmm. one big happy family we have a lot of work to do but this mm-hmm. is where humanity's heading and it's actually a beautiful thing and it's always the story it's in, it's, it's in the story of how energy travels down to the single vibration is telling the same exact story as the big collective vibration so we were cut off but that was it that was summed up from Pluto Capricorn all the way through Pluto Aquarius we wanted to sum up from where we were coming from to where we're going, and we have so much more to learn. And Geo summed up Pluto and Pisces beautifully, and uh, there's plenty more to go in with that. But a lot of us either won't be here or it'll be just slightly irrelevant. So it's not so important. But I would say our main focus now is to really see what's coming, what's right in front of us, what's you know, what's the 200 feet out, where are the headlights. Uh, shining on and what can we see in front of us and what can we take care of and what can we be be prepared for so as always we thank you so much for listening Uh, we appreciate your time we appreciate your ears uh, and and we hope you enjoyed this and we have more stuff coming to the Patreon we have more stuff coming to social media we have plenty in store for you so until next time Transcender peace peace